The Ron and Fez Show starts right now. To begin, we are the 
you who still think we're from England. We're not. No. We bit our planes and our trains till we think we might die. Far from North America, where the buildings are old and you might have lots of mimes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, buddies, it's the Ron and Fez Show. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. We're on a short porch because it's a holiday week. And by that, I mean it's shopping week. Uh, Coming in here today, all the Christmas stuff is up. And lots of teen girls wearing matching jackets, which means parade time. It doesn't. It doesn't seem. It, it's come way too fast. Well, the I think the hurricane took autumn away from us. We did not get our fall season. You did not have a brisk day this year. Mm-mm. It's been a shit fest. Yeah, it's fucking it, sandy. That's been somewhat of a shit fest, and then football season just seems bizarre. <laughs> so you don't have the same amount of connection to that. It's like even the teams that are winning look bad. What, the Texans? Fucking Chad Henney looks like the best fucking quarterback this the fucking NFL's ever seen. Well, only in the end of the game. Before that, he looked terrible. And uh, Atlanta won, and they look like shit. Oh my so, god, the Falcons are they're not go- they're going nowhere. Fuck them. I know. Guaranteed. Lock it up. Not- everyone could call them winners, but if you don't cover, you piss a lot of people <laughs> off. So it's a very weird, weird uh, time. Uh, also, college football, there's only one undefeated team left because the one and two got upset the other night. That that night of fucking college football was totally insane. I, I watching the Kansas State game. It's like these guys were fucking number one or two or whatever. What the fuck? Well, not, not only were they one, but everybody was acting like they would destroy. Same with, you know, you heard about the Oregon offense all oh. year. But when you finally play somebody who plays defense... And most of these offensive uh, football teams, it really just comes down to a rainbow pass. So if anybody starts to play defense, they're in trouble, and then they don't know what to do when just the fact that they have the best athletes doesn't work for them. Why aren't they laying a score? This is fucked up. We're used to the fact that if we're really fast... Uh, everything will be okay. Baylor looks like they had the greatest fucking running backs of all time. On that fucking night. Every Jesus. team looks like that, though. <laughs> it's so stupid. I can't believe this lets Alabama back in this thing. All right, why not? Because, uh, because everyone was all about Oregon, and now they have one loss, so they disappear? Yeah, you can't lose late in the season. You watch college football every year, right? Yes. You can come back over an early loss. You can't come back over a late loss. That's whatever that weird uh, kind of unwritten rule is. It's never changed, right? No, it's never changed. But Alabama wasn't that early in the season. That was just a couple weeks ago. But they were earlier before these guys. Who would you have leap over Alabama? I would keep Oregon in. No, doesn't because make they sense. They terrible. Look at they, they should have been able to. They lose to a team that took Notre Dame to triple overtime. Yeah, well, no one's sitting around fucking acting like Notre Dame is good either. Oh no, baby, lock. It's lock. Oh, is this what this is about? You're afraid for Notre Dame to play Alabama? I yeah, I don't think uh, uh, Notre Dame should have to play Alabama. Are you afraid for Notre Dame to play Alabama? I'm nervous about the Alabama game. Yeah. Th- then how can you sit around and talk about a championship season? To be the champion, you got to be like, I don't care who they put up there. Yeah, bring them through. I'm going to knock them down. 
So what you want is a championship season where you dodge better teams than you. <laughs> That's the problem with that. There is no such thing as a champion who's afraid to fucking battle. That person's never going to go down in history. It's an SEC prejudice. Why are you afraid of the SEC then? Fuck them. Bring your team in. Notre Dame's got a good defense. Stop them. It can happen, man. Come on. So what? Saban gets a month to sit down and plot and plan and pick apart all your schemes. So what? Fuck them. You got to be, you know, to beat a man, you got to be able to beat the man. Look, it's going to go down, man. Alabama, and the fact that, that you won Oregon means that you don't think that Oregon can play. <laughs> You've already got Georgia beat in Alabama anyway on your pick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and then Georgia goes to the championship game. Leapfrogs everybody else with one loss. But that's because they set up a system. They would then beat Alabama. They've got a chance to uh, run their own fucking scheme. We know that the college football thing is screwed up. It always has been, though. It's totally fucked. And then everyone gets around this time of year and yell out, it's not fair. Um, I think, well, first of all, Notre Dame's got to beat USC, which they don't it's not very often do. You know, some of their greatest teams have one loss, and it was to USC. And you're playing in USC, so... You know, it's a very difficult thing to pull off an undefeated season, no matter what your sport is. Love it or not, But baby. then if you do it, then everybody acts like, okay, 25 years from now, we're having cocktails and we're going over it. Remember that magical 2012 season for Notre Dame? Um, when they lost to Alabama on the PCS championship. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Remember that crazy route that happened? But see, that's, first of all, you're sitting around. <laughs> this is the thing about Fez. You will find pain wherever you look at it. This Notre Dame team, this you know anti-gay Notre Dame team, is oh, wasn't it. even in the top twenty-five when this season started. They thought, oh, Notre Dame, there's no chance. There <laughs> should, if thing. you're ever going to be made happy from your hobby, it should be now. Fuck yeah, no one But he's coming. finding a way of belly aching about it and worrying. Be positive. These guys got to win two games and they're the champions. They should have had six, seven wins this year. That's what everybody predicted for him. I do find great joy in CBS's Gary Danielson, who said he would never put Notre Dame in a championship game. And right now, they have no choice, Gary Danielson. Well, you have to go back to what he was saying. He said if they were, if they were the same record, because he believed that their record wasn't as strong, because they, he knows people like you want them to dodge tough fucking games. Let's face it. If you're in the um, SEC, you're playing normally top 10 fucking teams all over your schedule. All those guys have to. Yeah. So that's, that was his point. If you really look at strength of schedule, this year Notre Dame didn't have it. Now, before the season started, we looked at their schedule and said, Jesus Christ, why, why are they forced to play this? <laughs> I mean, it's one thing to be anti-gay and anti-gay marriage... But still, um, Chris in Georgia, you're on the Manifest Show. Hey, guys. Hey, uh, I know this would break Fez's heart, but an all-SEC championship is where it's headed. I see USC beating Notre Dame, Georgia or Alabama. Florida is going to beat Florida State, and it's going to be either Georgia or Alabama versus Florida all-SEC national championship. Well, you know, see, here's the thing. Everybody can sit around and predict – 
Yours is just as valid as anybody else's. But let's why don't we just wait till next week, and then we'll start talking about that. I would if Notre Dame loses to USC, yeah, it should be Florida against either fucking Georgia or Alabama, which sounds kind of shitty. But then blame Notre Dame, they and you know, sit, and rather than sit around and blame Alabama, blame Oregon. Blame Kansas State. They were supposed to win those so games. It should have been locks. Fucking Baylor was four and five going into that game. Stanford, well, nine two. But there's no fucking defense <laughs> at fucking Kansas State. None. It was crazy. They were just ripping off gigantic runs. That's the way college football is. If you watch it, it run, it goes like that constantly. It's such an annoying game. I wouldn't even call it a sport. It's a game. Um, I was saying it's like that. Here is um, uh, Joe. Joe and Georgia, you're on the Manifest Show. Hey, Ron. Um, actually, two things after what you just said. But I was calling initially just to say I thought Fez would be happy about uh, you know his national championship pick, Georgia, being back alive. But first of all, let's just do this. Do you imagine what you just said? I thought Fez would be happy. No, no. That's impossible. First of all, I'm going to point this out. He didn't even start watching Notre Dame until halfway through the season. <laughs> now he's gotten his scarf out. Bandwagon bastard. And in the same time, how come he never sits around and brags about his bucks? Ever! We hear, anytime the bucks come up, we hear bad shit about him from They're doing him. great. Doug Martin is a fucking ridiculous court, uh, running back, and Freeman's having a great year. Who ever seen that Martin kid, though, man? Where did that come from? He fucking just, just uh, he's done like five games in a row with 100 yards, over yards, 100 yards running, like seven touchdowns. It's nuts. He doesn't want to back them and be excited because he knows either they're a, not going to make the playoffs or B, go out early. I mean, so he's guarded himself instead of enjoying. Jump in. Well, yesterday when uh, NFL on Fox started doing a special look at the Buccaneers and the run that they're on, I'm like, this is not a good sign. This what? is what? a jinx waiting to it's happen. It's not a jinx. They're just fucking saying the obvious. Can I tell you something else? I remember watching the year the Bucks won the Super Bowl. They're up 21-3. to In the second half, Fez is talking about next year. He would not even sit there and enjoy the fact. Savor? That, yes, savor. We did it. This is great. None of that happens in his life. Um, here's uh, Tim in Florida. You're on Run FS. Hey, Ron. How's it going, man? Yeah. Uh, wonder if fans will leave the country if uh, SEC champion is crowned. Well, he said he would leave the county. It's not as big as before. Um, here's uh, Alex. You're on the Run FS show. Hey, Fessy, uh, I think you got to borrow some of Pepper's uh, their tampons to stop bitching. True. Be the best, you got to beat the best. So True. fucking Notre Dame's got to beat Alabama. That's all they got to do. That's all they have to do is keep winning. There shouldn't be any gifts for you at the end of the year. One more, baby. Oh, guess what? You've got to keep winning. Plus, you get to dodge Alabama. No, you don't. It's going to go down, man. They're gonna, it's gonna. You want to well, be says, the? Who says Alabama's the best? They got beat by a shitty Texas A and M team. The, the people who do the polls, the coaches, the people who are in this business for real, scumbag. Not coaches. watching once a fucking week and deciding you want your team to win. And again, it's another reason why I hate college football. I hate the belly aching at the end of the year. 
Where's Idaho? I don't fucking know, dude. Bullshit. I don't give a shit about you, you stupid blue field. It looks great, it's though. every year with this fucking shit. I was so glad when Boise lost, like, I think week two. Whatever. Just so that it just so that it doesn't even come up again. What? You're doing it though. I like the you're doing you the way that they annoy you. That's what you're doing this year. Just win. If you're the coach of that fucking team, you're going to say to them, "I don't give a shit who they come in with. I don't care if they bring the Patriots in here. Bring it. We're going to whip their ass." He lied. <laughs> Speaking of the Patriots, they had like basketball scores yesterday. Yeah, but fucking look what it did to poor Gronk. Poor Gronk. Poor fucking Gronk broke his goddamn forearm. Yeah, he broke his forearm, which to me, in the old days, you would have just wrapped up. Um, now they're like, well, wait a minute, what about his entire career? <laughs> you know, he had been playing with some kind of foam thing on his arm he's, he's, that he would be illegally using the block with. <laughs> I think he'll be back soon. Uh, Don, in Delaware, you're on my defense. Hey, buddies. Uh, yeah. I think... The point that we're trying to get to here is that college football isn't even the same sport as the NFL. I mean, think about it. Tim Tebow is a legend in college football, and look what he's done since he's come to the front. Oh, it happens to plenty of guys who win Heisman trophies that, you know, they they can't cut it as a pro. A lot of of the stuff in the pros really has to do with speed, and it's really measured by millisecond whether you're great or not good enough to make the fucking team. Freak size. Um, the fact of, of what Tebow had in college football was once he started to run with everybody spread out, who was going to stop him? Nope. So they had to leave guys out so that made it easier for his fucking weak-ass passes. <laughs> he also had the only athletes on the field at the time with his fucking... Receivers, yes, it's a, it's not the same game. Well, whatever. I mean, did you read that fucking? Uh, the reason they're not putting him in is because they don't want to pay him out if you get certain. If you get certain for the Jets. If you get, they give a shit about the Jets. Honestly, <laughs> whenever the Tebow and Jets talk come up, I couldn't be more bored. I fucking love the New York papers because they got the big win yesterday over the Rams. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, Jets are back, baby. This is fucking. This is the shit. Because no one holds you to anything, like <laughs> any terrible. kind of. Weekend guys that yell out, lock it in. But you would think that sooner or later you would lose your job if you couldn't pick the upset of the week. They're not. In the same way that Carl Rove and any of the pundits that were wrong about the election, they don't seem to lose their job or any credibility. That's why the prediction stuff is ridiculous. Sports reporting used to be what happened in the game, and then reporters would, you know, write it up and try to break down what happened. Now we just live like we're trying to guess. We're all swamis. Oh, I know what's going to happen in the future. No one reports or has a lot of even interest in what happened in the game before. No, the actual break, they care about more what's said after the game or just people talking shit to each other. Uh, they're just trying to be a personality. I don't know. Could it be immediately up. becomes about the next week. Well, you would have to blame um, the everybody out there who watches and, you know, buys into it, you're getting what you deserve. Uh, Jason in Texas, you're on the Run Fest show. Yeah, I was just calling, how can Fez say that Texas A&M's a shitty team when they've got one of the front runners for the Heisman and their only losses are the top ten teams? Explain that. Uh, what are their wins? 
against basically uh, Division Two A teams. Well, they beat Bama. And Bama. <laughs> you know, they beat, they beat Johnny Football, my friend. Johnny Football. Who doesn't like that name? Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you watch that game, they sh- you would not sit around and call them shitty. They're very. They're just on the same level. And it, the weird thing here is, if you're like a top fucking 10 or 15 team, everybody acts like you're good. If you're a top 15 team in the pros, your coach is going to get fired. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. They brag about top 20. That's the lowest. That's the low fucking tier if you was an NFL team. No, oh, that'd be terrible. You'd look like Most shit. of these people's games are fucking gifts. How many ranked teams did your Irish beat? Um, I think Michigan was still ranked. Uh, but now, now at this point, how many ranked teams did they beat? That's the fucking game of this. Uh, they thought they had a tough schedule. It turned out to be a lot fucking easier. Four ranked teams, it looks like they beat. At the time? And by what rank? 10th, 18th, 17th, and 8th when they beat Oklahoma was the biggest. Yeah, when they beat Oklahoma, everybody was shocked. Yeah. Nobody had them beat. Nobody even fucking had them beating most of these teams. It's one of those years. Go for it. Stop whining. Um. Here's uh, Keith Pittsburgh. You're on my face. Hey Ryan. Hey, hey Fred. You know uh, Notre Dame almost lost to Pittsburgh two weeks ago. Pittsburgh's a shitty team. Now they, they had a uh, Pittsburgh could have. They missed a 27 yard field goal with only like a minute left, which sent them into overtime, and they won. How do you expect them to stack up against a Pac-12 or an SEC team? Uh, what happens is once they get up there, you fucking see. That's the point of playing games. Not going, here's what they did before or whatever. They belong there because they won. Yeah. Whether you win fucking 40 to 9 or 10 to 9, you won. It's a fucking W, dog. There were, the real chance was they weren't going to get it at all and have an undefeated t- season. <laughs> Now they're going to get there, and Fez is upset about who they're playing. Just, let's come on. There's no joy. If your team now that wasn't even ranked in the top 25 is ranked number one, you should have joy. And I, I'm going to say that I'm probably, I talk more about the Bucks than Fez does at this point. I'm more excited about I don't the think he watches the Bucks. I don't think he knows about come the on, team. baby V-Jax. Plus, how often... He could be throwing that coach in our face, fucking with us. How many times we put him down? He never comes back and does that. He's always like, what's the worst that could? He's afraid to defend because then, of course, you know, when you have a loss, we'll all go, what happened to your box? I don't feel like it's him. They suck now, don't they? So do you. <laughs> Why would you ever believe in them? All right, it is the uh, Ron and Fez show. There's almost nothing to talk about in pro football. It's just such a... It's such a fucking clusterfuck. But, um... Denver's for real. At least we know that. I mean, Jesus Christ. Peyton's having a crazy year. I just said there's almost nothing to talk about. (laughs) Okay, Peyton. Peyton's a very exciting story. And finally, after this many years, I finally got around to cheering for Peyton. (laughs) I just needed to get him out of that uniform and have him hate the Colts as much as I do. Um... Here's uh, Jason. You're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, Ron and Fez. Hey, Fez, um, who do you think Notre Dame should face if not Alabama? I mean, Appalachian State, would that be a good matchup? Slippery Rock. I think they should go up against Oregon. Oregon just lost. Badly. That was a fucking shitty game. They just lost. 
It's a shitty Stanford. If Oregon wanted to be there, they had to fucking win. You don't go missing uh, the fucking um, field goal in, in overtime. You don't do it. What happened? Right. The fucking 59 points, 62 points, 70 points, 43 points. Jesus Christ. They lose 17 to 14. They played against somebody who had a defense. <laughs> All these teams have smoke. And the, th- the reason why Notre Dame is around this year is pretty much the same as what will happen is that if you have a defense, they put a lot of focus on defense there. All right, I want to move on from football. Hicks, as usual, you've caused quite a bit of controversy oh, on the so? iBang. How so? Um, because you keep obsessing on these um, prejudice Twitters and Instagrams. and mm-hmm. uh, What is your interest in that anyway? Uh... I find it interesting just to see how people can act online when they don't think anyone, you know, like when they don't think they don't have a large audience in front of them, where they just throw shit out there on the internet, and then you know, if you actually look at this stuff, it comes off kind of bad. Um, because they're dropping n bombs and stuff. Yeah, and like uh, seize bombs, but not the you know towards black people. <laughs> All right, so there, someone started Tumblr called "Hello There, Racists," and it's which is cr- kind of a funny Tumblr name. <laughs> Where they go through Twitter, Facebook accounts, so any kind of social media, and find people who are basically putting a bunch of racist shit out there. For mo- the majority of it's towards Obama after his reelection. So all you really have to do is uh, throw in the N bomb. And then see what comes up, and then you can make a Tumblr account about that. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Search N bomb Obama, and then you know you'll have plenty of. Plenty of stuff to find. Or, you know, they go through uh, people's Facebooks and Instagrams, too. Any sort of social media stuff that gets tagged that they can search for. And they put it all in this one blog, Hello There Racists. And they now, do- here's what's interesting. This guy on our site, Mo, uh, thinks that what you're doing is leftist propaganda by outing racists. I've never seen anyone come out on the side of fucking racist before or racism or think hey when you're anti-racist uh you're not um having anything to do with that i thought anti-racism was nonpartisan. apparently it's <laughs> fucking i'm on the wrong side i don't know so you didn't think of this as being partisan which by the way the election is over and it already is the most boring thing uh, we're already back to where we were before the election, so <laughs> really, I don't want to fucking hear about who's next. I don't want to hear about Hillary. I don't want to hear about whatever the fucking guy's name is and Bobby, whatever his name is, running. Let's let's wait a couple years. Let's just wait a few years. The anger will die down, hopefully by the new year, and then everything will fucking chill out. But right now, people are still pissed, and and so on this site, people are people are you know some people divide because they're giving the person's comments mm-hmm. wherever they were and their names and where they live. Well, because they're kids. Yeah, it's mostly young people. Yeah, but you know this is their Twitter accounts. It's not like they're you know fucking hiding. Yeah, anything. they're out there anyway. They're the ones spewing the hate. And but what I'm trying view. to say, but we're adults, right? And we have to realize that these are kids. That there's a big difference between hearing about a kid saying stuff and putting that in the, uh, into our reality. Like, do, does someone need to be talking to these kids? Yes, but somebody should be talking to all kids. 
I mean, we all have to be fucking happy that when we were in our teens, stuff that we said was not spread out around the Internet or written down as a historical fact. <laughs> to be there forever. Just in the bands I liked alone, I'm fucking happy. <laughs> I don't see how this has left this propaganda. Jesus, Mo. Yeah, Mo's a little crazy about it. <laughs> Fuck, man. Mo's a little... Some people hate losing elections, I guess. It's manifesto. Yeah. <laughs> but he honestly acts like we're Mother Jones oh, rather than fucking Pepper throwing shit up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I have no agenda. <laughs> these people are fucking racist and they're getting called out. I find it fucking funny <laughs> that these people are stupid enough to put all this shit up there and then some other guy had enough time and thought to put together a Tumblr dedicated what, to what it. What does he call his Tumblr? Hello there, racist. That's kind of a funny name. I'll it's give him that. Good. I like hello there anything. <laughs> hello there, fuckstick. All right, I'm going to fucking register that Tumblr. Now, but can we agree that this isn't the KKK? Because you're calling them like racists and stuff, but really they're, they're kids whose brain hasn't stopped yet. And it hasn't grown all the way that it's supposed to. They're fucking morons, like all kids. <laughs> yeah, these kids are dumb as fuck. And it's, but it's really every other all kid young is too. kids. They're all young dudes. Carry the news? <laughs> I don't know how harmless they are when they're talking about, oh, if you come around here, we hang uh, the other F word. Do you think they actually do? No, they don't. Posturing. They say shit like that. So you see what my Twitter was yesterday, dog? <laughs> oh, you're mad because there's anti-gay on there, not anti-race. I didn't know there was anti-gay. There's anti-gay, too. I didn't even read it. I didn't even read it, but I did. I did whip through it to see the pictures, and I'm going. This is nothing. Because don't you think there's a, a big difference between saying I'll kick someone's ass and then actually doing it? Yeah. Most people say they're going to kick somebody's ass. Fuck that guy up. And very few people actually do it, and, and that is true across the board, and always has been. And if you do, you're going to prison or you're getting locked up. Yeah. Uh, Drew, you're on the run of Fez show. Hello there, fuckstick. Hey, what's happening, buddy? Hey, I uh, got a spy report. I need one. Spy report. Spy report. Spy report. Spy report. The uh, new Nintendo Wii, it's called the Wii U. Uh, was released yesterday, and it's sold out everywhere. Yeah, this is almost like every time they put out a new one. I waited online for a fucking, uh, the new, whatever the last PlayStation was, yeah. for like six hours or something. I just sold it immediately as soon as I got off the line. How much you make? Like 500 bucks on top of the thing. That's a nice day's work. Yeah. It's, <laughs> Couldn't you buy 10 of them? <laughs> I had never enough cash to buy more than fucking one. If you would have done that, then you'd been in a business. <laughs> then you would have said to yourself, hey, how do I keep this going? Not here's a one-time shot, then I'm going to get some Fresno. Fuck yeah. By the way, you're so fucking high yeah. all the time. So he sends around what interviews I've got this week and who's coming in. And uh, he actually writes to me, Dabba, the intern, will be in. <laughs> Dabba. There's Dabba. She's in the back. I just fucking write down, right back to him, thanks, Fresno. And then he writes, I'm so baked. And I'm like, really? This is a fucking place of business that we do here. This isn't some fun high school. Like, I'm so baked is something that you should never write to a co-worker. 
I got a little ahead of myself, you know? So, Fez, you think that these people are actual racists, right? And something yes. should be done about them. Yeah, completely. What should be done? Uh, kick them off of uh, Twitter or whatever social media they're on. Why, why, why would that be up for us to say what any private business is doing? It's not a government-run business, Twitter. That's know. like saying if someone talks racist on the telephone, they should actually lose their phone. You can't have this anymore. I like all the Southern flag gear, Confederate flag stuff. Yeah, well, that's always going to be big down south. But everyone acts like they never went to a Skinner show before. Look, these people are just morons. This is an entertainment fucking tumbler at the, at the very, at the most. And I love seeing them publicly exposed all in one forum. Would you love seeing a bunch of black kids exposed for their anti-white um, things that they write? That's not a bad idea. I'm going to search hashtag cracker. And honky. <laughs> Don't forget honky. You can start your own Tumblr. Hi, black racist. I'm down. Seems pretty easy. What the hell was that kid holding? Like a big World War II gun. And what's the girl in her prom dress? What did she end up saying? Um, if I were invited to the White House, I'd go to spit in the president's face. N-word. <laughs> in all caps. Well, at least she looks nice doing it. She is wearing her prom dress. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. This is insane. All right, this is all up on the iBank today, along with uh, Terry Richardson videos. Love Terry Richardson. Which he's got Gaga with her ass out, fucking uh, ass fucking a cake. Yeah, she's having a good time. I don't know how he does it. I'm just going to imagine um, Hyen. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, I, I prefer the cat daddying with uh, Kate, but this is, this is good. Yeah, it's weird. Oh, yeah, she's... I like finally washing her ass out in the hot tub. Yeah. It's good. She's dancing. It's fucking great. Terry Richardson knows how to get these ladies into compromising positions. Uh, let's see. Sponge says, I think they should include all the anti-gay things Fez said before he come out. <laughs> Jay from Huntington says, could you guys put out the word that my Twitter was hacked in case my name is probably on there? Oh, God, I just hate anything about politics that's still hanging around. Here's another girl in another prom, prom dress. Okay. She says, where is the KKK when they are needed? Let's kill all... This is... I'm quoting this. Let's kill all monkeys. Yeesh. And it's sad because that monkey did get killed in that zoo. <laughs> that is fucked up. Someone broke into this zoo in some godforsaken place. Where was it? Idaho or some shit? That's second time today I busted that poor fucking state. Yeah, I, I even called fucking Boise just Idaho. <laughs> I don't want to just break it down and act like they have cities. So these two fucking idiots break in there and beat a monkey to death. Why? Come on. Apparently the monkey was going to testify against them. <laughs> maybe I'm glad that you guys laugh at monkeys being maybe dead. Maybe you can sign. You sick fuck. I feel bad. I don't want to see a monkey get killed. Then why laugh? Kind of fun. It was funny. No, the monkey owed him money. 
The monkey about Oregon. <laughs> it got it that deep that it fucking beat to death. No, no, I saw monkeys gambling in cartoons before. They smoke. <laughs> That's funny. I fucking love it when I see a monkey smoking. I like it when I see a monkey in a like uh, dressed up playing like jazz music with a cool suit on. It's dapper. I love monkeys in suits. I think they're some of the best actors we've ever had. There's not enough of it these days. I wish they would sell more primrose tea. It wasn't there. It was a monkey in a suit during the Super Bowl this year. I think. Put on um, primrose tea commercial on YouTube. You'll be fucking happy if you do. Come on, man. Maybe I'm wrong about the name of the fucking. What the fuck? What the hell are you doing with that? Some shit just popped up on fucking on, on the screen for. Let slow fingers jump in behind you. <laughs> Um, what else we got? Is it red rose tea? Yeah, that's it. Red rose tea. Here we go. Watch these fucking talented monkeys. Oh, nice. Holy shit, they're an actual band. Yeah. Oh, come on. He's playing that. That's sick. Aren't there more monkey bands then if they fucking rock this shit? But it's an all monkey nightclub. This is like some fucking Planet Apes shit. Send that to the eye bag. That should be our whole fucking show right there. <laughs> Tea now. It's a fucking good night game. Do you even get close, slow digits? Always like this. Oh my god, Primrose. That was fucking stupid. There's just a guy with a dead deer on Hello There Racists. My deer was probably already sick. He just put it out <laughs> misery. That's nice of him then. And he posted, if Obama wins, I'm going to buy a sea hound and hunt the N-word down. N-word is misspelled. He's too old to be fucking tweeting shit like that. He's a grown-ass man. Secret Service should look into that one. Oh, if, if the Secret Service had to look through all these things, <laughs> if he that's their Obama, job. He wouldn't be protected at all. This would be their job. They'd be just fucking trolling fucking Facebook and Twitter. The president would be out in the backyard going, hey, where is everybody? <laughs> oh, they're down south. They're out west. They're everywhere, man. They're I mean... Boston. <laughs> A red rose tea commercial is the best thing ever fucking happened. It's pretty damn good. Red rose tea. Red rose tea. Oh, there's your monkey smoking. A monkey will smoke and enjoy it. Yeah, they get addicted. They do coke, too. What? Yeah. It doesn't, like, fucking just pop their heart, or I guess you just give them a little bit of they, coke? No. Well, what they do, they set up this experiment, and they came up with, hey, a monkey would rather do coke than take care of its kids <laughs> or fucking eat. Just like humans. They're just <laughs> like people. <laughs> 
I like to do experiments like that. See, my... But here's the thing about a monkey. You could have a pet monkey like that, and there's like a chimpanzee there. Yeah. And you could be friends with it every day, right? It's nice. And then maybe years into it, he just turns around and crushes you, and it will happen. And they don't know why. But I think it comes down to, since they don't really know how to yell, it's like every once in a while. Remember how your mom would like be in a bad mood and yell at you? Yeah. Well, if you were a monkey, she would have killed you. Oh, my God. That's what I'm trying to point out here. No, That's see... why we can't mix species. No. I'm going to go out on a limb, and I might sound awful, but don't fuck them. <laughs> It'd be dangerous to fuck a monkey. I mean, like a chimp, because its arms are ridiculously strong. They can rip your dick off. But then also, what's you knock him up, and you got Monkey Boy. Oh, my God. He's half monkey, half... Hey, how come no one has ever done a superhero about that? Like some guy who was at the zoo, and he was too close to a monkey when lightning, like some kind of... Nuclear lightning struck. Gamma radiation. He started eating bananas and swinging on tires. Much rather have a monkey man than Spider-Man. I am just a monkey man. Then he plays that song all the time when he's fucking fighting crime. Craig, you're on the Run of Fez show. Or committing it. Hey, what's up, buddy? On a side note, Ronnie, when I was a kid, we had a spider monkey, and them fucking things were nuts, and they chewed his balls off because we didn't breed it. But Jesus. To the main point of my phone sir. call... It shoot its own balls off? Yeah, they fucking chew yeah, their own balls off. They get fucking horny, man. That fucking thing, you walk in the door and it just be sitting there jacking. I mean, you couldn't get near the fucking thing. It's pretty traumatic as a young boy <laughs> coming yeah. home and seeing it with his balls gone. But uh, yeah. I was wondering if you guys ever considered filming Fez for the entire show just to show him the faces he makes while he's holding onto the table and stuff. Well, even right now, he's pursed and sour looking. I'm no, I think he's getting chewed off. So many times I've said to him, hey, why don't you go back and listen to that thing? And he won't do it either. Oh. Like, listen to how angry that you sound. Enjoy your turkey days. You too, my friend. You got- I can't even believe that it's uh, happening. I can't believe Thanksgiving's here. It's. I think it's a lie. I, think it's I didn't even know until like Thursday or Friday, Fez says, my plane leaves on Wednesday. I'm like, what? <laughs> plane for what? Look the Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, I go, you're off by a week, my friend. I go, it ain't next week. It's the week after. I'm not celebrating Thanksgiving this week. I'm taking next Thursday off. That's a great idea. <laughs> Let's <laughs> just fucking stand up to these pricks. They want to keep pushing the calendar down our throat? Well, two can play that game. Fuck you. All right, here's a monkey enjoying a beer and a cigarette. Fuck. I feel like I would get along with this monkey, but I don't want to get my balls bitten off or my face ripped off like that lady, happened to the lady in Connecticut. I don't know. Maybe those guys who beat that monkey to death were doing us all a favor. I hope. One less monkey to deal with. And no, that wasn't from Hello There Racists. <laughs> I'm trying to think of who brought up the Red Rose uh, commercial. I think it was Bruce Willis recently. I think something he said was like the best acting I've ever seen was in the Red Rose Tea commercial. <laughs> and then I went and looked it up. Although on here I called it Primrose for some reason, which would be a stupid name for a tea. It still came up on YouTube. Yeah. Close enough. That's the beauty. That's the beauty of YouTube. They'll give you everything. <laughs> it thinks for me. Corrects all my mistakes. Thanks, Google. <laughs> Thanks for being my brain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of stuff up on the iBank today. 
Thanksgiving the right way. Last year, yeah. Fez uh, cooked all the food for us from that, and that was fabulous. Oh. The blessed life of Chris Tucker is up there. It's hysterical um, how he just feels like, no, everything happens because my grandparents and parents were good people. They prayed a lot. Uh, Tim Heidecker is up. And we're going to give away some big, big prizes this year for your photos from Thanksgiving. Hey, Live Read, this should be your baby. Big prizes, what we're doing, there's only a couple days left, so let's start promoting that now. Your Thanksgiving photos show us how good your spread is. Check it out. Big prizes go out for that. Fuck uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of fun stuff up there, too, with, like, Terry Richardson and Lady Gaga. Yep. Some people are just losers, that moron who is fat TV. <laughs> America's bitches, America. We're showing, like, real war is looking closer to a video game every day. Oh, here's one you want to cry about. The fire station baby comes back. Oh, Jesus. The little foundling. After 10 years... This little baby was left at a fire station, and then the firemen took him in, and they found a nice family to adopt him. That's fucking nuts. Ten years later, he comes back and sees them. And it's Niagara Falls, Frankie Angel. It's too sad. Or I guess happy sad. It's happy for happy sad, sad is what it is. Happy sad. It's a happiness of people that, you know, a lot of times you're like, oh, if I leave this baby at a fire station, everybody's going to hate me. No. You throwing that baby in the gutter in front of the fire station just made life better for a lot of people. See? A little family of sisters and a bunch of firemen who can feel like heroes even all they did was pick up a baby and carry it inside. At least it wasn't on fire this time. Thank God. It's so sweet. I don't see how the fireman isn't just blubbering throughout the whole thing. Oh, because he's a man. <laughs> he you know, runs into burning buildings on purpose. Yeah, he thinks of it as a good thing, not as a bad thing. I feel like they pushed the kid until the kid cried. That kid didn't want to cry at the beginning of it, but he looks around, everybody else is crying. And they had, you know, they wanted this fucking TV moment. Like now, everybody's gonna come fucking pussy. That that'd be he'll get off easy if they call him a pussy. All right, we got the red roast tea commercial up. Now, anytime when I'm in a bad mood. For now on, I want you to just play this for me. Okay. And I want to thank Mr. Bruce Willis. I can't remember the context that you brought it up, but I was glad to go see it. Like they got their own nightclub. Yeah. Owned and operated by monkeys. That one monkey looks too young to be there, too. Oh, that's a fake monkey idea. Or maybe it knows the monkey bartender. So like, yeah, come in, he's cool. I didn't know Is monkeys... he really playing it? Yeah. I didn't know monkeys could dance with each other. What I'm saying. Holy shit, when he was rubbing his head like that, was that Watley or not? Oh shit. Watley on an OCD kick. That's it. Remember the scalp picking? Yeah. That's that was that was it. Oh man. 
Fez the I'm measuring um, Fez how long he talks over the course of it. Uh, guy is back, <laughs> and he did Fez on Friday. All right. All right. I want everyone to write down what they think Fez's actual time talking on Friday. Pips, you're in on this too. Play the Tucker Unmasked, so that cuts out an hour. Why are you helping the other people? This whole time he edited all together. He even he even included Fez's laughter when sometimes Fez would just laugh into the mic instead of saying anything. Fuck that throws me off. All right. Uh... Okay. All right, Pips, you first. I'm saying altogether, twelve minutes. Wow. Now, Fez, how does that make you feel when you hear? Your producer said, altogether, I believe Fez talked on the show for 12 minutes. Not good at all. What do you have? 7 minutes, 45 seconds. I, 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 I factored in the fucking laughter. So you you went under on him. <laughs> so right now, he's got all overs. He's got eight and over. You've got eight and under, basically. I wish, like rubbing count it. Fez, what do you have? I said 22 minutes, 20 seconds. 22 minutes, 20 seconds. All right. Well, of course, none of you hit. It was four minutes. Fuck. Four minutes and four hours. That's with the laughter. Yeah. So, Fez, you got to go big over that today. Yeah. you got to fucking take that shit on. There's a lot of ground to make up. You're going to need an 80-minute day today. I felt good with 7 minutes 45 seconds. It was way over. Yeah. Stupid. Red Rose Tea! Red Rose Tea! I wonder if we can book this monkey man for the fishbowl. I am just a monkey man. What monkey man are you talking about? The monkey band. Oh, we band. band. We go have him plug in. No, the fucking things will be running up and down the hall. Yeah, and start that's what I'm biting saying. people yeah. and shit. Fucking be crazy in here. What are you gonna do if one of those things bites cousin Bruce? Oh God! I'll make I'll, I'll make sure it's the cousin is there. You know what? If you want to be in here with a dark fucking gun, tranquilizers, ready to <laughs> set up high. That'd be kind of badass. We're hunting monkeys, guys. Yeah, but they're cunning. You never know what they're gonna do. It's probably throw fucking CDs at me. Why is it funny when they throw shit? It's not funny when humans do it. Because you don't expect it. It's an animal. And they're really the only animals that have fucking arms that are useful. Everything else is on fucking four legs. They have, like, paws they can dig with. That's about it. And that they would think to use that as a weapon. It was an extra eight seconds. We're building it up today. Whoa. How about that weird thing where uh, Pit Doc acted like he got shot the other day? (laughs) And I really did think, did that man just have a heart attack in front of us? Pit Doc, are you okay? I really like Pit Doc. Oh, Pit Doc's the shit. Pit Doc's the man. Was fucking hitting up that fucking Tito's over the weekend. All right, now, staying with the racism thing, there is a uh, California State Long Beach psychology professor named Kevin McDonald. Now, he is the director of a political party called American Third Position, or AP3, uh, that believes uh, immigration, both illegal and legal, must be stopped 
in order to preserve American society. Uh, he's got an extensive publishing uh, record of what some people consider to be anti-Semitic writings, and he has become a favorite of neo-Nazis out there. There are people that want to get rid of him uh, at his school, and we put up a, a thing of um, fire him or keep him, uh, you know, keep him for free speech purposes or fire him on the hate speech uh, purposes. Where are you on this, Chris? Uh, I'm sure the when this guy got hired, the fucking college knew all about him. So they didn't research on him. He, he it's freedom of speech issue. He should be continued to unless he does something actually illegal. Right. Let him teach. He's a professor. So if he starts doing weird, violent things or whatever, yeah. but if he's just uh, talking about his philosophy, uh, no problem for you. Yeah. Uh, Pips, you were really recently in the school. Where are you in this? Yeah, I feel the same way. If he's not actually physically hurting somebody, then it's all right. You should be able to defend freedom of speech even if it is bad because once you stop defending the bad stuff, then you're just losing the whole argument altogether. All right, so freedom of speech means that there's plenty of things out there that you disagree with or even think are ridiculous, but it protects everybody's right to protect him. Uh, what about you, Fez? Uh, I say get rid of him. There's no place for him where he's teaching young people. He's teaching young people this hate and spewing it out. No one's going to stop his freedom of speech. Like you said, he's part. He's head I, of a political party. Um, but let's take this back. What makes it even hate? The fact that he's saying uh, even the fact that immigration has to be stopped or white people aren't being taken care of enough. I don't see how that's hate. It may be a, a point that you disagree with, but then that would be the place to sit down and disagree with him and, and give him uh, his chance to speak and, and you have your chance to speak. Well, he's white supremacist is what he's doing. He wants to get rid of other people in this country. Well, he wants to get rid of uh, aliens, illegal and legal. He wants to keep this as kind of an American thing. I don't necessarily see that as hate to say I want this country to, you know, stop the the immigrant experience. I mean, at the very least, we all agree on slowing it down. You know what I mean? That's why we have borders to begin with. So we're not it, now. It's only a matter of how far you are. But you're acting like if you just don't want total open borders, there's some kind of hate there. And I think maybe you disagree with him on degrees that he's further along than you. But I'd also go to say that just because someone happens to be pro-white doesn't mean um, that they're hateful any more than anyone that is pro-black, pro-Asian. I mean, I live in a in a city that has tons of parades um, saluting certain immigrant backgrounds. And you will even see flags for those parades. Irish flags, Italian flags, French flags. But rather than being anti-American, to me it almost feels like it's pro-American. Like we're almost the, the sum of all these things that came into it. One of those parts is white people. I don't necessarily think that it's hateful 
to be pro-white. Well, he says he wants to preserve American society by getting rid of all immigrants. So you, you disagree. So you're disagreeing a white society. That's not an American society. Well, first of all, my people were immigrants and they were white. You know what I mean? The thing that he's saying has been said throughout our society. Most people think, I mean, since like the pilgrims, people are like, you know what? America's at its best now and we should not change it. There are a lot of people that are nervous about any kind of progress. It doesn't mean that they're hateful. And you keep saying get rid of as if any brown people are immigrants. They're not. Immigrants are people fresh here. Yeah, but uh, but we uh, we know what he means by no, American no. society. I would allow him to f- state that. I would allow him to state it. But what about the free speech issues? You don't have a problem with that at all? No, because I don't think anyone's stopping his free speech to be able to teach this crap to students. Well, he's not teaching it to students. If you read the iBang, he's a psychology teacher, and then he also runs this party. But imagine how many times, I mean, this is how weird it is. In the old days, is let's say the 1960s, you would be Archie Bunker complaining about the professor yelling this shit out to students, this radicalness of anti-war, pro-woman, pro-gay. Now, now you're saying the same thing as Archie. If there's a view that you disagree with, you want to get rid of it. And that's what you always have to be wary about. I, I, I wary about, I believe. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. The other part about speech that always um, kills me is like you would act like if Pips is a student and if I say something to him, he doesn't have a critical mind at all and just believes it immediately. I ain't listen to shit my professor had to say. Most people, Obviously. I think, can learn a lot from people that they disagree with. Well, he's out there. To, he's out there with his party to put out what he disagrees with. Why would a university want to be associated with someone like that? Why? There's all different types of ideas. Yeah, a, but- he probably has tenure to begin with. And B, the freedom of speech issue is interesting. The freedom of speech, if I was in that university, that would be interesting to me as well. But nobody's taking that away from them if they get rid of them. You're acting like that if you fire somebody for the things that they say, that that's still freedom of speech. Uh, we could disagree with that for a long, long time. You can't take away people's livings. Or you can't sit around and act like we have this great freedom of speech thing and still punish people for their speech. Uh, I think it diminishes. Um, here's uh, Brian. Brian, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey there, Ron Fez Pepper. Yeah. Um, I was in high school in the, um, in the early 80s, and uh, the best teacher I ever had was uh, my economics teacher. And he was a proponent of communist... Russia and communist Russian style economics. He couldn't stand Adam Smith and capitalism. Um, and every day 
entire goal as students was to debate him and try to talk him out of having that position. Now, this is like, you know, pre-Berlin Wall falling to Russia was their enemy, and this is a pretty radical point of view for uh, a Catholic high school. And um, but But... We all learned how to debate and research and find ways to, to come in with stronger and stronger arguments to refute his position. So I, I think it's actually good for students to have a teacher who's proposing or, uh, or seemingly a proponent of a really controversial position like that. And I don't think it's awful for kids to be ever exposed to a pro-communist thing or a pro-socialist, or Ayn Rand's teaching. You could, what you really want, I think, people to do in their education is not be told something and write it down. What you'd want them to do is to learn how to think. To learn how to think. Now, you will see people out there who will watch ESPN and then come in and say the same thing that they saw on ESPN, or see something on MSNBC and then repeat it. That's not thinking. That's parroting. What you want kids to, to do is say, okay, I see what you're saying, but, or I understand where you're coming from, but what about this? That's actually being involved. That's actually learning. Here's the professor in Rhode Island. You're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, fellas. You know, this is exactly what tenure's for. You know, Fezzy, let me give you an example. I'm a, I was tenured last year. I'm at a pretty well-known Catholic college here in New England. I'm a liberal guy, pro-gay marriage, pro-choice, you know, and I spend my time politically active in, in, those, in those areas. If my Catholic school decided they didn't like that and fired me for that, that wouldn't be just. I mean, tenure is to, is to protect those kinds of beliefs for a, for a professor so that he or she can bring those ideas to, to the marketplace. Now, I'm, I'm actually in a psychology department myself, so my politics don't really come up terribly often in class. But if I were in poli-sci, if I were in sociology, they might. And it's important that I'm able to bring those ideas free of concern for being fired so that the students can, you know, can, you know, as that previous caller said, debate those ideas, discuss those ideas, and we can discuss them in the open marketplace. If not a university, where can you talk about these ideas? And, you know, and I completely disagree with this guy, obviously. But, I mean, it's... Yeah, the guy's anti-Semitic. If, if this was like a major school and the football coach said something anti-Semitic, he would be out the door in a heartbeat. But a football coach isn't he, there to discuss ideas. Because he's there to, you know, to, 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 you know, teach football. To bring money in is what he's in for. Well, yeah, you're right. I mean, that. That, this is a, the, the small amount that this has to do with this. The football program is almost a fucking just this money thing. The, the actual point of college, right, is to teach human beings to think. Not even to teach children to think. To teach adults here are all the different ways you can think. We're going to take you almost out of society for four years, let you work this out, and go out and take it anywhere. But hey, your, your kind of stuff, Fez, it reminds you of people who act like they want to start book burning because they disagree with ideas. So what Fezzy, they're saying... Was, yeah, I'm sorry, Ronnie. Doc, when I was a professor in the Midwest, I used to teach a neuroscience course, and I would talk about kind of the evolutionary history of the brain and how it's evolved. And I would get student evaluations complaining about, you know, talking about evolution instead of creationism. And that was from the students, right? So imagine then the students complain, the dean finds out, it ends up with the president, and I get fired for that. That would be completely abhorrent. 
and completely against you know the, the value of tenure. So it's the same idea. And, we, and as we've said it many times, it's a cliche. We have to protect the ideas we disagree with as much as the ideas we do agree with. All right. Thank you, Professor. And Fez, if it was a black professor who was pushing, uh, who in his own time was pushing for, I don't know, a black state or you know, X amount of black people had to be put in each thing. I think that would be more acceptable to you than this. Or if it was a uh, a woman professor who was talking about the amount of times that women have been screwed over by this country, that would be more acceptable to you. Uh, and by the way, there's probably truth in both those things that I said, as well as there may be some truth to what this guy is saying. You might not agree with all of it, but there may be some truth to what his point is. Uh, but you're not going to find that out by stuffing it back down on the ground. But, what, but if you're going to let him put these ideas out there, all he's teaching is hate of other people. He's not teaching that. He's teaching psychology. You're acting like he, he's in the class recruiting. But again, uh, suppose you have uh, all right. Let's suppose a military uh, guy was in there, and it's a it's a it's a college. We won't even put him in the military. But there's a a person who at that college and in his spare time says, you know, uh, I don't know what we're waiting for with with Iran. This reminds me of Germany in the 1930s. We should have acted then. We should strike Iran now. That is an idea that I that I have no problem with being out there, but you could you could actually make the point that that's hate of other people. This thing that you have that's, that certain people can't express themselves, or or the rest of us can't hear shit and then disagree with it, I think is insane. Um, how's the voting going right now? Sixteen percent for fire him. Yeah, eighty four percent to keep him. Um, here's Gary. Gary, you're on the Run of Fez show. Oh, uh, yeah, Rob. How you doing? Good. Hey, Fez, how would you um, uh, put uh, a professor who compared uh, Republicans to Nazis? My daughter in college come home when he had people raise their hand to see which party. She raised her hand as a Republican. He compared her to being a Nazi. How well, would you feel about that? Um, I, I don't think that's the same thing. This guy is Why? actually attracting real Nazis, not uh, making an analogy. He, he's not making an analogy. He basically said so. Um, I don't First of all, in that professor's in that guy's um, defense, I compare almost everybody to the Nazis, and I think most of us <laughs> do. I'm not even kidding. I compare the Wall Street guys to Nazis when I see the way that they yell and in fucking bars. I hate to be in a bar when Wall Street guys come in. They're fucking obnoxious. Dicks. They're obnoxious and they're roll throwers. They fucking act like Nazis, like in the sense that there's no repercussions to the way they act. Uh, I also compare cops to Nazis. I compare the fire department to Nazis, the school system to Nazis. Garbage man. I, I like to compare people to Nazis because it always gets a nice shock. But it also, too, it, it also pushed my daughter to. Um to really, you know, put her thoughts and beliefs out there. Didn't agree with it, but it made her think, it, and it made other people think. So, therefore, I think it's all a good thing in the long run that people are able to do this. 
I think that's the thing that Fez doesn't understand is he thinks that you hear something from an authority figure and you just believe it. You just put it into your brain. I think some kids would. I think I, I just want you to speak for yourself before you put down other people. I think the fact of saying it to me, if anyone was in college and just spewing back everything that they heard before. Uh, they would be in trouble. Let me tell you, if I taught a course now on how to make it in radio, those kids probably wouldn't even have the same exact, they wouldn't even come into the same world that I came into. Everything that I did probably couldn't or shouldn't be done now. So you would not say, here are the ways to make it in radio. You would basically teach them how to have open eyes and loose knees and be ready to move to whatever new opportunities are presenting themselves. There are very few facts that you can teach people anymore when it comes to terms of thinking, or else they're going to be all locked up and not being able to move forward. Um, here's, um, here's our friend Ezra. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, buddies. What's up? Yeah. Um, I, I really feel bad for white people because everyone has really put down the white voice. Now, I'm not all for people who want to send me back to Africa. I've been to Africa, and I am not going back to Africa. Um, but I really do believe that white people should be able to view or point out whatever views they have and be proud of it. But we stomp on them. We stomp on you all. And, and it, it's sickening. You know? Well, he, here's where I, I'm going to say this as a white person where we've gone wrong. Number one, were we the people who went to the moon? Goddamn right. Did we come up with the Constitution? Goddamn right. What's up? The, the fact of the matter is, is what we act like the future is the past, and we want to go to the past. And that's what happened to white people, the white Republicans in this last election. They really need to start working on how do we move forward instead of... How do we just hold on to what we had before? No, what our grandparents or what our great-grandparents did. But the whole world does that, too. And that's why there's been this movement to silence white people for, from uh, well, claiming themselves. Yeah. Ezra, you don't have to worry about white people because they will always come out on top. <laughs> because they always have. Ronnie, I love you. <laughs> show, me, show me a society where white people are the bottom rung. It doesn't exist. <laughs> it's never existed. We will do okay. Turns out pretty, you know, well. Huh? It's pretty good being white. I don't mind. It's, the, it's like fucking being born with a Yankees uniform on. Um, let's go over here to... Um, Jim, Jim, you're on the Run Fest show. What's up, boys? I'm white, and I was born with a Yankee uniform on. Lucky me. Yeah. Um, and I think I disagree with you a bit on what you just said there, Ronnie B. I think the, the biggest problem white people have is we've collectively bought into this idea of white guilt for real or perceived injustices done in the past, and that we have to somehow nowadays accept... First of all, that may be some liberal white pe uh, people, but there's no one in the Republican Party, which is the white party now, who feels guilt at all about anything. But I, 
I think in, in a way, like, like, listen, it's ironic that Fezzi's in radio, he's in speech, but yet he's bought into this liberal idea of that there are protected classes out there that are not subject to any kind of criticism or debate, and anything said against them is automatically dismissed as racism or homophobia or yada, yada, yada. Right. There's a lot of white people that buy into that and, and, and that white liberal guilt and accept the idea of the collective, yes, we, we wronged you, and I get it, I'm sorry. You know, like, it's just, it's such bullshit. Well, that, by the way, when you say, I, we wronged you, I'm sorry, this is bullshit, this is normally the way you talk to your chick. It's not to, and you know that that doesn't work out either. Um, Look, I'm sorry, Jesus. There, there, there's plenty, there's plenty to uh, do, by the way, for everybody under the American flag. There's a plenty of for us to do. And there is a way to uh, hold on to your ethnic background, and there's times that you need to let it go and belong the, you know, join the collective. Uh, one of the things about America that's kind of bullshit is that we're a melting pot, because not everything melts. Some of the stuff we want to keep, I think uh, one of the things that we love here in New York is ethnic neighborhoods. We're crazy about them, which means stay there, don't move. We're disgusted with the Italians for moving out of Little Italy. <laughs> well, now it's about, what, a block, Little Italy? And even that isn't a place where people live. It's, it's a couple of businesses. Yeah, it's uh, it's places where people go, hey, I'm making a, a museum out of the Italian experiment. If you really wanted to see where Italians live, you go to Staten Island or Long Island. Yeah. That's it. That's every, every Italian. My neighborhood used to be fucking heavy Italian. I don't know any Italian people in Astoria. It's mm. crazy. It's, you know, it's, if there's any people from, the, it's Greek people would be the only. That's right. Probably ethnic. And then, like, people from Bangladesh after that. Right. <laughs> I well, went, when I went to go vote, I was the only white guy in the entire fucking auditorium. It was fucking crazy. It was funny as fuck. I was like, oh, shit. I know uh, it was such a diverse neighborhood. <laughs> Here's Steve. Steve, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey, Ron. Um, if I were to go to if I were to go to uh, Radio 101, taught by Professor Watley, what would he teach? I I would uh, teach uh, broadcasting. I would teach about how to set up a break and that sort of thing. Set up a break, All right? How do you set up a break? Are you assholes ready to give me four minutes every single day, day in, day out? Where are your fucking air checks? This is the fucking midterm. You want to set up a break for us? Um, okay. What's the break you're going to set up? Well, I'll set up this one that we're talking about this professor. That, uh, well, that's behind us. The setup or break is the one coming up. Oh, um, yeah. The uh, police actually stopped a uh, almost a mass shooting in a movie theater uh, after the person's family turned the guy in, which I thought was fantastic. That that. Somebody saw this guy with guns, knew he was being treated by a mental health specialist, 
and finally did something about it. I would totally turn in a family member if I thought they were going to shoot someplace up. Here, here. This guy looks like our old intern, Fast Freddy. Yeah. But thinner. Yeah, thinner. So 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. So the, the class probably wouldn't be that great. Professor, do we always have that much dead air or... Try to avoid it. Here's what not to do. Professor Watley? Yes. Is there a live read section on the syllabus? Professor? Yes? How long do we rub our leg? Uh, you try not to. Professor Watley, can I go to the bathroom? Sure. Thanks. And that was all I had for this class. Class dismissed. Fuck yeah. I'm going to go get a drink. They sell some weed or something. It's my I don't college. understand if I'm getting anything out of this class. Yeah, but dude, it's like fucking, it's like a open book midterm. Come on. Too easy. Bruce, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Yeah, hey, Ronnie, you being the proper authority, I'd like to turn in Fez. I know that he's been in a mental institution, and he's using words, and he's extremely dangerous. That's true. We're all dangerous. If words could kill, there probably wouldn't be many fucking people left. Fuck no. It's like scanners. It's pretty funny that the guy's mom dimed him out. Professor Watley, uh, after we make this statement, and that's all I had, then what happens? Is that the end of the show? or uh, What would happen in radio if you made the statement, that's all I have? Then nothing else would happen. Nothing would get done. Nothing gets done after you say that? No, if you were the only person in there. Um, Chad, you're on the run of first show. Ronnie, Becker, Fezzy, million bucks, guys. Becker. Hi. Hey, buddy. Uh, uh, just a question quick for Fezzy. He, he supports this university for uh, potentially wanting to fire this, this professor because of his personal viewpoints, but you had a professor call in about 15 or 20 minutes ago that said he worked for a Catholic institution, and he had some, some, some pro-life and, uh, some pro-gay marriage positions, too, and I was curious if Fezzi would also support that university for firing that gentleman because of, of his pro-gay marriage position, when obviously he works for an institution that wouldn't support that. No, because that guy's position isn't about hate. It's not about keeping people, uh, a lot of pe people out of the country. A lot of people who think people are pro-abortion or pro-hate. You use the word hate as if that were agreed-upon thing. It's not. I gave you the example of someone saying we should hit Iran now. 
I don't know if you could get any more, as you would call it, hateful than thinking about military strikes. And yet we have people who do that, and we want them to do that. There are people who sit down and work out how we attack England if we need it to. Hey, we got those papers just in case we ever need it. This is the fucking X-File. Yeah. Uh, You know, just in case some weird shit goes down. Yeah. Do we have any plans on attacking England? Hold on, let me see. Some guy who was like at the bottom rung. (laughs) Yeah, it's just some crazy fucking (laughs) bullshit idea. But, I mean, you know, it's just in case. Strike him at the head, London. (laughs) Aim for that clock. Go after Chichester. This year, I'll tell you this. There's only one way to win. Fuck some valley. It's all happened on Thanksgiving. Kevin, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, buddy. Can we have a day where we play the tapes with Fez contradicting himself? I mean, it, it, it's, it would last at least four hours. I'm about to go in a tunnel, so I'm probably going to lose you. But it, you. it's just amazing, the dumb shit. Oh, he went into the tunnel. Oh, my God. Hope it doesn't fucking fall on top of his head. I think Fez is consistent as uh, at this. He certainly wants the people who agree to him with him to be able to express themselves, and he wants the people who disagree. But since he did change all of his political motivations once he discovered late in life that he was gay he would uh, he would have absolutely been for stifling the speech of young Fez Watley wow yeah the person who made fun of gays behind a gay mask that's meta it is that's meta world peace love that guy you do love yeah man world peace is great despite what happened last night you know, yeah, now you have to go looking. Oh my god! No, don't even, don't no, even stay to, on it. I need to look. I need to look. What happened with Meta? Oh shit! <laughs> it's par for the course, though. I mean, he's fucking uh, crazy. Obama took a weed and sex vacation to Thailand. Um, he said that the entire trip, he's just been unwinding with Thai stick and uh, baskets fucks. Oh, cool. You ever smoke Thai stick? No, I've only I've only heard of it. I never actually smoked any. I actually used to come on a little stick that would all be wrapped around. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was really exciting. Very smooth too. I want some. Yeah, I know. I missed out on that. I missed out on blues and reds with the second alls or whatever. Right? I don't. Well, you know what's very funny is um, when we were with Aerosmith, he brought up uh, two and alls, second yeah. alls. Like, you never hear anyone talk about Tui's anymore. You no. never hear Quaaludes. Yeah, I fucking... I, someone said they sold me a Quaalude once. I mean, it was a big-ass white pill, but yeah. I don't think... I couldn't Well, been, you probably right? didn't get the pharmaceutical. You got what we used to either call Spanish or Mexican Quaaludes, <laughs> which were boots, you know, basically bootlegs. But the big roar of 714 was the Quaalude. And you'd be fucking set. Just a few beers and a lewd. And now Quaaludes were fucking, like, doctors would prescribe them, or was it just a strip of Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, th- it was like oxys where All they right. existed on some level that, <laughs> you know, burn victims were allowed to have them. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I used to have this fucking t-shirt that was a big 
Quaalude, and it had wings coming out of it and said Fly 714 because we used to make them in shop class. What the hell do you used to call that kind of printing that you would do? Oh, um. Like, um. Oh, no, you would, like, carve it. You have a kid that could draw, then you would cut it out, and then you would come in with the paint. Silk screening? Yes. Yes. Nice. All right, so there's the Roar 714. Ours had wings and then had a giant fly behind it. We, What we would do when we'd have shirts is only make a limited amount. So, oh, nice. you know, they would suddenly, everybody would want them. <laughs> That's great. Uh, and then my mom threw it out in the wash and said, I'm not going to have you. Fuck. I'm like, you threw out a goddamn collector's item. Oh, that blows. What the fuck? This was a great looking fucking shirt. <sighs> we should fucking get the design back. Make some new ones. Yeah. Well, that old gang is broken up. I'm sorry to say. Um... Chris Christie showed up on um, Saturday Night Live the other night, and then Drudge was immediately mad at him. Oh, that's weird. For fooling around while people are suffering. Okay. Thanks, Drudge Report. Jesus, just fucking let the man go on to Saturday Night Live for eight minutes. If that. The vampire movies beat the Lincoln movie. Good. So he's not a vampire hunter the way he always bragged. No, that movie came out way before that one. Um, Joe wants to talk to you about Luz. Go ahead, Joe. Cool. Hey, uh, there was a, a knockoff of Quaaludes back in the 70s called Mantrexes. Yeah, where very big with would, the English. You would take one, and literally three minutes later, three minutes, you are completely drunk or whatever the heck you want to call it. Well, Quaaludes were the best. They were the absolute best drug. Yeah, they were, uh, well, I mean, if, as long as you didn't know day on them, but they I, were right. very, very smooth. And they no were hangover very, very the smooth. next morning. Phenomenal. I heard they still make them in Mexico, but, you know, I'm not going to Mexico for Quaaludes. Uh, yeah, a Mexican Quaalude, you know. I mean, I missed out. By the way, uh, now people are writing in, that Chris Christie did three minutes on only three minutes on Saturday Night Live, and that's a full one minute under our own Fez Watley, <laughs> Professor Fez Watley. Um, Chuck, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hi, Ronnie. I just wonder, you know, Quaaludes was great back in the seventies, but do you remember on Saturday Night Live when they had Lewd Man and he was dressed up like Superman and he came into the to the room real slow, man. It's funny <laughs> as hell, but. What year did. The, who was the, the cast when that happened? I, it was back when Ackroyd and all them were there. Ma'am, why don't I remember like, this sketch? Lewd man yeah, coming in the room man. all slow. Yeah, he came in in slow motion and everybody got real slow when they took a lewd. But Stanley, man, when you took a clay lewd, a couple of beers, a good joint, that wasn't nothing better back in the day. Y'all uh, have a good one. Yeah. You weren't going to get more than a couple beers in either. You know what I mean? Like, you couldn't drink a six-pack when you were eating them. It was too, you know, you would be off to sleep. Yeah, I fucking, the one time I bought this, I'm guessing a Mexican quaalude, I drank half a 22, and then I just (laughs) out passed out of my couch. (laughs) It's like really happy, cutting class. I'm going to pop this quaalude and drink a beer. Now, 
it was a few years back, long after Lewis were gone. Some and I'm in Vegas with my show. This fucking oh, this dicey guy I know, he fucking came up with this lewd and it fucking looked like one. And what, then when I acted like with the guys on the show, I acted like it came out of the slot machine. I'm like, look at this. And they're like, a fucking lewd fell out. This is when we did the run around show. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't even, and I just pop it. And everyone went fucking crazy. But now I don't do stuff like that anymore. No, that's bad. I'm not I don't like to do sleight of hand. This shit's great. I can't find Quaalude, man. One thing that comes up is John Belushi. If I search Saturday Night Live, Quaalude. Sure. I don't think... I think he made that up. I think I would have known if there was a lewd man. I'd never <laughs> stop laughing. At a guy coming into the room real slow. It must have been on some other show and not Saturday Night Live. Damn it. You know, no one ever talks about... Me being a hero. What did I first become a hero for? Cell phone. Find a cell phone in the back of the cab. Turn the cell phone. A hero. Yeah, I guess I did. If, if someone did that for you, would you go out of your way to make sure that that person was honored? Oh, yeah, of course. I've, I've found Fez's cell phone for him over a fucking week ago, and he still has never brought it up. I had forgotten about it. Wow! Oh, my God. That really fucking hurts. Yes. But it was an amazing situation. No, I don't want to hear That's it now. Now that'll look fucking bad if you bring it up. Now that I say that, it makes me look like I forced the story to come out. Well, you know what? Every day I come in here and I wait for him to say, Ryan, there's been some people who've done some great things for me, yeah. but what you did, I couldn't. His cell phone, I found for him. That's the fucking lifeline in today's world, the yeah. cell phone. That's like, holy shit, my dick and my brain just fell out. I right. just lost both those things. And the reward? Non-existent. As a matter of fact, he forgot. That's the worst part of all. Every day I come in here, I go, well, today be the day that Fez remembers. He never did. This is fucked up. Fez, could you do something for me instead? What's that? Just shit on my face, because that's how I feel right I won't. I won't shit on your face. See? Nothing I asked for can I get. Unbelievable. You really forgot that magnificent thing that I did for you? No, I didn't forget it. You just said said I forgot. forgot. No, I didn't forget about it. I did did forgot to mention it on the air, but I didn't forget about it. That would be the time. What would you do in your radio one-on-one thing? By the way... Remember things off the air, but not on. Every day I'm like, man, when that story gets told, people are going to go back to liking me again. I don't know about that. That's going to be my fucking comeback. All right? This is fucking... I'm distraught. Don't be distraught. Someone found my cell phone. How happy I'd be. I'd throw a fucking party. Mike, you're on the Run of Fez show. Get fucked up. What's up, guys? Yeah. Uh, I just want to see if you, uh, there's a new movie coming out, and it's after a best-selling book uh, called The Wolf of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's about one of those crazy-ass firms, you know, crazy Yeah, I read the book years firm. ago. The, 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 all he talks about the whole damn book is doing quaaludes in the 80s, and how it's like, it was like weed back then. You could know what country they came from. I mean, and that's all he talks about. 
and he writes half the book in like Quaalude talk. You can't even read what the fuck he's writing. Yeah, he loves ludes. Who's going to be in that book, uh, in that movie? It's uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jonah Hill, McConaughey. Who's dra- directing? Favreau, directed by Scorsese. It's going to be strong. Yeah. It, it, they're like in page six every other day because they're shooting around New York constantly. All right, let's stop by there and yell out. Don't forget all the Quaalude scenes. <laughs> well, fucking Marty won't. That's for sure. You got Mar- Marty, you know, he had the same problems, and he always had some landing gear, I'm sure. Oh, hell yeah. But he liked his own, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, wait, why not? It's fucking fun. Bobby D, too. <laughs> sure. Who doesn't? So it's coming out in the teens. Yeah, 2013. All right, hold on. Chris thinks he knows about Ludman. Chris. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, I think they did the sketch once, It was, and it was on, and Garrett Morris played Ludeman. They had him in a superhero outfit, and he was stumbling into the room, and that's pretty much all I remember of it. That's fucking so funny. <laughs> Must have been the first or second season of the show. Well, yeah, it would have had to be if they were still using Garrett Morris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try to fucking... Something called Superhero Party. Oh, that was the one where um, Belushi played the Hulk. And there was a thing about Hulk taking this really nasty shit. (laughs) And Murray was Superman. That's not it. Fuck. How'd they ever get lewd, man, past the fucking censors? Maybe that censor was really unhip and didn't realize what the fucking lewd was. I don't like when I start talking about drugs. I gotta stop it. Okay. Because we're getting around that time of year that everybody gets fucking whacked. Every night of the week because it's yeah. like fucking Christmas parties fucking constantly. Can't wait for the serious Christmas party. When's that gonna be? Probably usually in the middle of December. Get some garbage cans full of beer and some shitty food. But remember when we were at XM, we had like a real party, not just uh, a party here, but we went out and uh, went to that club downtown. I don't think I was there for that. I know I went because I went and sat next to Wynton Marsalis. Shit. This place used to bring the, the party out, the fucking bars, but then yeah. I'm like, is it nicer just to do it in the lobby? No. <laughs> then the lobby's all fucking cl- crowded and shit. And yeah. It feels weird. Yeah, it's, it's with people that I have no idea who the fuck they are and everyone's just getting See, high. everybody wants to be thinking that an office party is going to be like you're uh, Bill Murray and Scrooge and you're going to be putting girls' asses on the copy. But it never goes like that. It's just stiff and weird, and the accounting department hangs out together, and it's just nuts. Yeah, I have no one to talk and to. And then the bathrooms get trashed here for whatever reason. Yeah, whatever all... reason is because you have 300 fucking people in two bathrooms. Pounding booze. People are fucked up. Yeah, they're just fucking pounding that beer. I know I am. I can't drink it fast enough. But th- the fact that they have beer instead of fucking alcohol is oh, yeah. they, they, they might have, like, some wine. but no, that's you know, not alcohol. No, it's fucking like, God, it's like a pre Sun. It's juice. It's grape juice wine. In my mind, I was going like this. Fez, would you quit bragging about me? I did the only thing I could do. And I was like... The thing that really bothers me is I was like Sherlock Holmes with this. Oh, like, so it wasn't like, oh, I saw it. I figured it out. Much like I... Remember how I figured out where his dad's ring was? I was just thinking of that at, that, at the fucking shrinks place. He came back. His dad, right after his dad died, he his dad had given him a ring. 
and it was gone and he was crying i'm like let's just relax let's go over everything and he tells me everything about his day and i go like this go to your shrinks it fell off when you were laying on the couch there and he went over called his shrink and he found it and i was like sherlock holmes he never brought it up on the air same thing happened here you know one thing about the mentalist yeah he solves crimes using his mind I'd right. like to be the same way. I would like to be a crime solver, but we're not running around and being shot and shit like that. Maybe like a private detective type deal. Yeah, but I don't want to look at anybody's house. I want to hear what happened and then make my judgment. Oh, okay. So you want to be a judge then? No, I want to just say I heard everything they said and I think probably that is the murderer. And then not have anybody say anything about it. <laughs> Disagree with me. Good work. Fez has two cases. Now, you're not going to hear him talk about it because he forgets. I want to know how you found the cell phone. How, what's, what was so difficult about it? it was, I'm curious. It was the most amazing thing ever. That's all I'm saying. Oh, come on. you got to give me some detail. You know what? You're not going to get that detail because... Spy report. People forget. I won't forget if you tell me. This is the thing about you. Yeah. You are filled with respect. Filled with it. That and weed and alcohol. Yeah. But you have all those things. You Dabba is the same exact way. Dabba's great. She's doing great work for us. I'm like, you could get fired for calling an intern Dabba. What? Well, HR don't got to hear about that. Uh, I'm not talking about any of the TV shows last night. Let every caller know. Didn't see it? Yeah, I did. Oh. But I don't want to... Uh, last week, I got a couple people complaining about... But uh, because the ball game's on, I taped. And I'm like, you know what? I normally do that. But then I stay up and watch. Dexter, crazy as a fucking shithouse rat. That fucking show is off the rails. Homeland... Off the rails, Home, fucking crazy. Homeland's getting real fucking in nuts. Yeah, it's that's some fucking crazy shit going down. And I, I can't talk about any specifics because you know, spoiler alerts. But it's I, I there's no it can't be a season three. Why would there be? The way it's heading. I I already told you the twist. Now that's the twist. That we're never going to know who he's with. We're never going to know. But I agree with you. I mean, that that thing is really... You worry that it's going to turn into Rocky Three before you know it. <laughs> Thunderlips is a goddamn operative. But the way I was able to use my mind on this crime... Just give me some details. Like, did you find it here? Well, like let's save it for Fez's four minutes tomorrow. Because he worries he only has four minutes to show... This would have been like a 70-minute fucking story with people like lying, just sitting on the edge of their chair waiting to hear. And then people would have been like, hello, Ron and Fez, I'm a Hollywood uh, producer and I want to buy this idea for a film. Well, how could you forget if this was goddamn Hollywood? Um, speaking of that, the other day, you remember Christmas Story that everybody loves? Yeah. The kid was in the building. He's producing the new Christmas story. And the entire cast came in and did our Broadway channel. Jesus. Who's the host of that show? That's Seth Redensky. Oh, Seth, okay. Terrific 
show that he does. Because he plays the piano while he plays, and they do stuff. It's really, really great. They had the whole cast in, and then they brought in the uh, Shoot Your Eye Out kid. He's all grown up now. Big movie producer, as a matter of fact. Damn. Uh, He partners with Vince Vaughn. Him and Vince Vaughn are best friends. And he's doing this thing as a show. I have no idea whether it's any good at all, but if I was ever to take a chance on a Broadway musical, it would be that one. It's a musical. It's not a play. It's a musical and a play, probably. Nice. Most of the things are musicals. I've only been to two musicals. You ever been to any plays? Never been to any plays. Plays are really great. I mean, I'll go to go across the street with fucking Michael Shannon and Paul. You hear Ryan. what happened to that? No, what happened to was that? was in the paper. You don't fucking read the paper in the morning. I do read so, the So this morning, uh, last night, don't now don't uh, go uh, if uh, I'm going to tell you the fucking story. You fucked up. I, I don't want thing. somebody goddamn Googling while I'm talking to him. So there's a mezzanine, right? Yeah. Was that what the balcony is called? Yeah. Like a mezzanine? Some fucking idiot during the play throws up off the mezzanine. <laughs> He gets on like a dozen people, and it's during this really important Paul Rudd thing, this like monologue, and people are just like screaming and jumping. Oh my like, god! Oh my god! I'm being puked on by a drunk. <laughs> Paul Rudd does not break character. Does not. He just lets all the madness happen around him, and continues going. What a fucking pro! Yeah, Paul Rudd, you're the man. Now, here's an update we haven't had. Uh, your back seems to be better, huh? Uh, fucking, it still hurts a little bit, but Pit Doc's muscle relaxers are doing a world of good. Pit Doc. Everybody likes the Pit Doc. And he sent me a scanned copy of Chrissy Hines. Uh, I got it too. All right. <laughs> I love that. I put it up in my house. That's my wallpaper right now. That's her high school picture. Nice. She is like a dream RBI for me. It's got to happen. We should go over the, the RBI dream list. I was looking at uh, the Ron Bennington interviews that got, and I'm like, holy shit, I've talked to the, like, the most interesting people in the world. It's a fucking pretty goddamn, it's a ridiculously impressive list. It's Some awesome. of my all-time favorite people are on that list. And then I'm thinking, well, who's not? Who would I like to have? And it gets to be, you know, I mean, the reality of it is most of the people that we would like to have now 60 Minutes would also say yes. <laughs> we'll take them. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, dream list is actually getting smaller. It's fucking pretty cool. But Chrissy Hine is on that list. I'd say Boy would be on that list. right? But, 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 you are correct. But what's the last time he's talked to anyone? I mean... Uh, it's been years. It's probably been seven, eight years since he's felt the need to do anything. Fucking weird, man. David Bowie, come on. Well, that heart thing threw him off. He was like, st- decided to stop and smell the roses. Bass got one more in him. Hmm. He sounded good during the last tour, just from the YouTube videos I've, I've watched. <laughs> He's great. All right, when uh, we're going to break here. Lots to get uh, to when we get back. Um, the grandpa tries to hop on the caboose is very very funny and a lot to do with uh, whether well, sexual assault things that we would think were sexual assault now <laughs> never were times they are changing 
Yeah. How many times would you think that you would have been in trouble when you were a little kid just for playing dress-up day in elementary school? I don't know whether you did that in school, but if a girl wore a dress, you yelled dress up day and pulled her short. Oh, shit. Pulled her dress up. And then after that, girls are just like, you know what? I'm going to wear a fucking pair of shorts under my dress. I can't put up with you fucking idiots. Borderline rape. But I don't even remember anybody talking to us about dress up day. Like, you could get in trouble for it. Today, that would be in the news and fucking it would be a giant scandal. Yeah, but I don't even think a teacher got mad at us for it. <laughs> the teacher was just like, all right, stop playing dress up day and start fucking lining up. Come on. I want everybody in the line. Let's get some order here. Do we really need order to walk into a classroom, or can we? Yes. Why? Because we don't hear, like. No, well, no, come on. From shortest to tallest right now. Come on. Get in line, kid. That would probably be, be in trouble for that now. I want you to. <laughs> you're I want making you... the short kids yeah. feel bad. And you're making the tall kids <laughs> feel ostracized by putting them in the back. And they're all gangly and weird anyway. <laughs> and then you can tell he's been held back. All right, good. Brag about your height. You're fucking nine. Everyone else is six. You, you read talk. <laughs> so, um, we'll break. We'll be back. It's Ronifest. It's the Ron Fez show. A little rancid. Yeah. Love it. Well, it's the, it uh, stays with the theme that we're doing today. 
Uh, actually, the sound was down. I didn't even know we were playing that much of the song. We got to bring that up earlier when I'm sitting in here. Yeah. That was a quick one. Mm. A little pop punk from the 90s. Good stuff. Who doesn't like 90s pop punk? Everybody does. It's catchy, you know? You love blank. Oh, yeah. You love some. All the small things, dude. <laughs> it's true, too. <laughs> there were a lot of small things. Yeah, and then they sang about all of them. And then some 41. S- some and... dogs? Hell yeah. I can't even remember them all. There were a lot of them. They're all good, though. A little fat lip. <laughs> Shit. All right, Ludman, we're now being told, was on the show Fridays, oh. uh, which was the Larry David show and not SNL at all. That makes a lot more sense. That would make more sense that, hey, somebody saw something done live, thought they... You know, as the years went by, I thought it was Saturday Night Live. And of course, there's no kind of sense of history about the show Fridays, <laughs> which was we'll just do what they're doing in New York, but we'll do it a day before and we'll do it in L.A. Yeah. It's fucking great. Michael Richards was on that show, too. Oh, shit. You later known him as Kramer. Love Kramer. Fez Watley's not watching, setting up a break. Um... The Elmo accuser. Ow. They're saying he got paid off to recant his story. Right. Even though there was no evidence presented that this relationship was uh, inappropriate or that it happened before he was an adult. Elmo still paid him. Elmo, yeah, Elmo still paid him. But now I, I hope this check gets torn up right in front of this guy's face. Because part of these agreements are you don't still act like, oh, no, something bad did happen, and I'll take the money, too. Well, but here's the, the guy th- got caught. He's lucky to get a payday what? out of it. What do you mean he got caught? He got caught. There was They didn't have anything saying that this was an underage relationship. Well, you had the—and the, the, uh, now in hindsight, let's suppose Chris Stanley said— uh, Ron Barrington stole all my pens. All of them. And I said, I didn't steal his pens. And then I gave him $100 to say, oh, I found out that Ron didn't steal my pen. He, I, did, I loaned them to him. I had no idea. Don't I look fault. guilty by paying him to <laughs> recant his story? Um, yeah, yeah, that happens. But this, you know, it let, may be suppose... a thing of would you uh, just make uh, be nice to the guy that you had a relationship with. To stop talking about it. Yes. No. They quit bringing it up. I don't know what to say right when, now. When there was no evidence that this was an illegal relationship. Well, the evidence now is I've uh, you've paid one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. Six figures, dog. Just cash to get this kid to just be like, listen, Elmo wouldn't fuck me when I was sixteen. Don't you find that kind of odd and? Kind of bad looking for Elmo? It's bad looking, but I understand it if they did have some sort of relationship and Elmo wants to, you know, if the guy's in a bad spot and that's what he did to try to get money, he lied about this. And then Elmo's being a a nice guy. That's not what he's saying, though. He's not saying, hey, this is me being a nice guy. He actually, I guess TMZ got the paper to say 
please, you know, you can't talk about the fact that we had sex when you were a kid. Yeah, from the lawyers. If I'm Sesame Street, and I, I don't think this will, by the way, and the guy does look like a twink hustler. Uh, but if I'm Sesame Street, I'm like, hmm. I really don't know if we want this guy to be Elmo anymore. He's done. He's done it as Elmo. With this whole fucking paying the kid off thing, this guy, kiss his fucking work with puppets, goodbye. His puppet career is fucking done. Well, the stupid part for me is, why does every, anybody got to know who the puppeteer is? If he would have kept his just fucking stayed in the background. Let the puppet fucking rock this thing. It's not enough. He got jealous of this fucking puppet. He's like, I wait a minute. The puppet is making these fucking little kids like it. I am. I'm the guy. I'm the guy behind Elmo. I deserve a documentary. I'm the guy that fucking people should be liking. Not the fucking puppet. Um, Give me this twin hustler. I need some young cock. Ryan, you're on the Run of Fez show. Fez, uh, this is Brian. I am... Uh, gay guy in Chicago, and I gotta say, you're really what you're saying is really sending back the stereotypical notion. You know, oh, the gays are pedophiles. Back twenty years, says seriously. How am I doing that? Says he paid off the uh, hustler. And if you read the New York Daily News article that came out today, um, the kid is looking for a way to return the check because he really wants the truth to come out. But what you're doing is defending the Elmo guy really just reinforces the stereotype that our straight friends have about gay guys and younger men. I'm sa- I'm really, defending really a gay guy who got accused without any what? proof. Oh, you know what? $135,000 is proof enough for me, Fez. Yeah. That looks really bad. So, uh, it looks bad, but I'm saying it's not out of the question if you had someone in you know your what? life that you, you had a relationship with and you gave them some money. Says, you to know, I'm, stay I'm quiet? 30, <laughs> says, I'm 30. I generally date guys, you know, 18 to 25. I just click well with them. It's like Groundhog oh. Day and every relationship that you get in. Anyway, that being said, you know, my friends are like, oh, you're always dating 18-year-olds, uh, whatever. The, the weird thing about this is... There's a big difference. Uh, Sorry, we just went through this with the Penn State of not letting these things play themselves out and being so quick to... Say Sandusky was right, or Sandusky was a good guy, or you don't know everything there is about Sandusky. The weird thing is, you don't even see Sesame Street saying what Fez is. Hell no. And if anything, why would Fez bring this up again today? It wasn't going to make our show. Why not just let it fucking dangle, work itself out? If you really were trying to protect the Elmo guy, and the weird and Fez also was not a Sesame Street fan, nor an Elmo fan. You didn't go running down when Elmo came here. You left it alone. It's always weird when the Muppets are up here. And I have to tell you, anyone who would even give $100,000 to an old girlfriend from years ago doesn't exist. Nope. Not going to happen, man. This Hitting him off with $125,000 is basically saying... I'm guilty. Now, if you found out the guy had bowel cancer, yeah, you might give some money to him. <laughs> but a healthy fucking guy in his 20s, you're going to show up and give him $135,000 because you're a nice guy after he accuses you? I don't even understand why we're talking about it. Um, John, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, Ronnie, uh, says he was behind Sandusky. Now he's back in the Selmo guy. It seems like a weird pattern of... Uh... 
I never defended Sandusky. Why not? I mean, oh, yeah, because Sandusky was hetero. Mm-hmm. He had some uh, weird stuff to say in Jerry's defense, if you go back. I don't remember any of that. This guy really does look like a hustler. It's really funny. Oh, he is. But what else are you going to sleep with if you're a fucking guy in your late 40s? You're going to fucking, you're not going to, you're only going to sleep with hustlers. If you're saying, I like younger dudes mm-hmm. in the 16 the eight, to 18 year old bracket. <laughs> Looks like your fucking taste for the young fucked you over again, Elmo. Done. I've never heard of a, a fucking show that came out and called the rape victims' names. Not before there was any proof at all. It's unique. There hasn't even been a court case. This thing would be worked out in the courts. He probably just wants more cash. Probably him and his gay hustler buddies were like, you're only getting $125,000? It's Elmo, for Christ's sake. I bet he's looking for five, half a mil. I don't think Elmo's got a half a mil to throw around. He's a fucking puppet, dude. And he works there, and I'm sure he makes a good living. But I don't think, you know, he doesn't own Elmo. Somebody oh, yeah. else does. So he's not getting Elmo doll money. He's like, hey, come in, do the voice. This is what we'll pay you. And you know someone else can do the voice because kids do that voice. Yeah, he's done. This guy ain't working his own. This Elmo's off the fucking show. And, and it's a public television salary. Yeah. I'm sure he does per, public per, you know, appearances. Yeah, personal appearances, I'm sure, too. Make that fucking cash. But, yeah, he's done. He's fired. No chance they keep him on after this. Hicks, period. what's the big Anderson Cooper thing? What's okay, so World War III is going down in Gaza. And Cooper was on the air at the time reporting. During the Middle East, he's there. He's in Gaza City. And he almost gets fucking... He acts as if he almost gets fucking hit by a bomb because there's bombs going off in fucking, you know, the war is going on as okay. he's reporting. Not blast, but we know ten members Here of one family. Also, two media centers uh, built. Well, that was a rather large explosion. Yeah. Um, that occurred. Just look out here. Um, I can't actually see where the impact that was. Uh, it's actually set off a number of car alarms. Um, but that was probably the largest explosion that we've heard uh, just in the past, um, really in the past hour. There have been a number of explosions in the last hour or two, uh, but that one, that one was pretty loud. How close do um, you think it actually, was, though? Half a mile? The, the, the uh, I think maybe even closer. Right, let me, do you see it explode? You don't see you, it explode. You see the flash, and then there's like a couple of beats before you hear the noise. So you think it's pretty far? Yeah. Right, so why are we watching it? Blast, but we know ten members of one family. Also, two media centers uh, built. <laughs> that was a rather large explosion. Oh, yeah. Um, that occurred. Yeah, that wasn't that close. Look out here. Um, I can't actually see where the. Fez is right. You're bullshit. No, this guy, Anderson Cooper, was almost killed by people from by Palestinians. Uh, one of the boxes today. Forty-two films to see. On the big screen before you die. Uh, this is something that used to only kind of happen in L.A. and New York. And now uh, happening more and more around the country. Where you can go see a 
classic film on the big screen. Uh, you can see 2001. You'll never have that. I would love to see 2001. That would be fucking amazing. Well, you can do that here in the city. There'll be uh, Kubrick Film Festivals all the time. I think MoMA just did something for that as well. Uh, I know. Uh, they, I saw. I saw like Bottle Rocket on the big screen for, for like because uh, the museum by me did a Wes Anderson uh, thing, month of basically just replaying all of his films. That was really cool. Um, it's kind of interesting. I don't think I saw Bottle Rocket in the theater. I think it. I only saw it when it became a DVD or probably even VHS in those days. I'm not sure <laughs> when the turnover was. That's probably the middle time where people were still buying VHS. Both. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not sure which one I should get. Then you can start being like, I can get all these fucking tapes for a dollar now. Fuck yeah. My VCR still works, dog. Yeah, somebody's writing in. Why is Anderson Cooper out there? It's like t- sending Fez in the Gaza. Uh, Cooper started as kind of a war correspondent. Yeah, he would just go to the fucking craziest spot, right? And just film. Yeah. And then sold it back to New York One. <laughs> it got him in. He got his ins. Of course, he already had you know a lot of money did, before he even did that. Yeah, All Quiet on the Western Front. I don't know if I'd put Animal House on the list. Or even Bound for Glory. So, uh, Cinema Paradisimo, they p- play all the time, though. Um, Citizen Kane, of course, you want to see on the big screen. Day for Night, I don't even know this film. Days of Heaven, beautiful film to see on the screen. Duck Soup, there's always stuff here in uh, New York where you can see some of this uh, Marx Brothers type stuff, and it's great. Fargo. I actually saw that when it came out in the theater and was very depressed from watching it. I almost had like um, the seasonal fucking disease, whatever they call that thing, the sad, because (laughs) there is no difference between the sky and the snow in this film. And it gets very depressing. It's a fucking wasteland, Fargo. It's crazy. It's teenage wasteland. Bob O'Reilly, duh. Um... This is How Green Was My Valley is up there. It's a Wonderful Life. Jaws, of course, you want to see on the big screen. King Kong, absolutely. Lawrence of Arabia, definitely. Um, The Manhattan Movie. Metropolis, I've never gotten a chance to see that. My Man Godfrey, I wouldn't even have thought of that. Paper Moon did not show up in our black and whites, and it's really a beautiful um, shot film. Psycho or any of the Hitchcocks you should want to see on the big screen. The Searchers, that's definitely. Raging Bull, beautiful on the big oh, screen. That must be great. You remind me of him a little bit in that because you're always angry. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, you definitely remind me of him in that. Yeah, he probably have anger problems. No, Seventh Samurai. Yeah, that's an obsession for people. Yeah. Shawshank. I know your generation loves Shawshank to death. I've never seen it on the big screen. I think I've gone on TBS. I've seen it so many times. Sunset Boulevard, gorgeous. Uh, Gold Rush. 
Tenenbaums. Saw that in the big screen. I actually had to sit on the fucking steps when I saw that film. It was, it was down in the village. And they oversold. And they were like, well, you can come back at another time. I'm like, but I'm already fucking here. So I just sat on it like a little step there. Yeah. I watched it. It's the only time I've ever done that. <laughs> People were doing that when I saw The Master. I was like the binary Dallas. Oh, Dallas. He actually wrote back to me and said this. What did he say? Fez and Hicks have fucked me over for the last time. Oh, come on, Dallas. I told you, come into the fucking booth. Is I, he really I... from Dallas? Um, no, he said he didn't know about the booth, but he said oh. everything was great. And then he also wrote chair schmear. He doesn't care. No, you, you, you deserve a chair. You should care. Chair schmear. He's not like you where he doesn't have a, a fucking spine that works. My spine is... Unforgiven, very good choice. Gorgeous oh, film. Hell yeah. West Side Story. I never got that. I guess <laughs> back in the early 60s, there were gay gangs that were running around the upper apps west side. Yeah. I think that was fictional. That couldn't have been real. These are my balls in America. Come suck my balls in America. No. Uh, Steve, Phil, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, Reservoir Dogs and uh, Pulp Fiction are getting played across the country for one day next month, December 4th and 6th. See, I think that that's great for people that never had a chance to see that. Yeah. Uh, is it going to be yeah, like same day? No, uh, I think Reservoir Dogs is the 4th and then Pulp Fiction is the 6th. Yeah, that's it. I've made it a point to see everything by Tarantino in the theater. And now he's making me nervous by acting like he's going to retire soon. He's going to pull Kevin Smith. Oh, don't, Quentin. He has much more work left in him. I can't wait for Django. Well, it's not that much longer. I know. I got a couple weeks. You know when the screening is? Not yet. They're still working that out. Who's working on it from here? I believe it's Spencer. I think it's Spencer. It's either Spencer uh, or screening. <laughs> Get my ass a screening. <laughs> the last one, they wouldn't let me take anybody with me. So I just sat around with movie critics. And then finally, I was going like this to them. This is great. <laughs> I hope we beat the Germans. Excuse me? I make, I'm taking notes. Do you guys um, like candy? Because there's no popcorn here. I'm trying to watch the movie. Fuck you. This is a screening room. There is no candy. We can still be friends. Afterwards, but right now I'm trying to. Fuck, I missed it. Who killed Hitler? I'm definitely, I'm definitely gonna go see Pulp Fiction, then to yeah. see it in the theaters. See everything, Jason, Jackie Brown, everything, Jackie Brown, everything after in theaters. Missed fucking Reservoir Dog from Pulp Fiction like an idiot. It's okay. These things happen. I feel shitty. Now you can catch up, though, with oh. this when you go see these. I can complete the set. Yeah. And you could go and try to see all these 42s. I think they screened Godfather like on a um, on a rooftop. I think, I think the Austin, Austin Playhouse... 
the, it takes well, they did it. Yeah, they did it down in Little Italy. They yeah. do stuff like that all the time. Where they what they try to do is shoot the movie exactly where it was well, done. Yeah, with the shot, actual yeah, with the sets were. I actually had an idea for a five for the eye bang, but I couldn't come up with more than two, and that's things from popular culture that everybody feels they have to do. Number one, because I grew up there, it reminded me of. Everybody still, 30-plus years later, when they go to Philadelphia, run up the steps. Rocky. Now, think of how many movies have been done over the years and people don't do that. So I sat around going, and I couldn't think of anything else but the Abbey Road album cover where people try to do that. Maybe we could put this together now. We could actually put together a five while we're on the air. Holy fuck. Is things from popular culture that you try to do yourself. Um, and Fez refuses to plug or, or announce the prize for the Thanksgiving, your pictures. We want to put together something for everybody's pictures of their Thanksgiving table. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, send that in to the editor at the iBang, the editor at the iBang. And off we go with that. We'll announce what we're giving out. Chris, I want you to take over picking out the price. Okay. Uh, let me just no, double check it. I'll no, announce it. We'll do that. We'll announce it in half an hour. But I do want to keep repeating that. I don't want this to be forgotten like it was a cell phone rescue. <gasps> this one's a little more important than just the shitty cell phone rescue. I don't think it was shitty. All right. Hold on. People are now calling in. Hi. You're on the Ron Fez Show. What do you got? Yeah. Hey, uh, this is Joker. Um Private the, uh, Joker. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the guys uh, from from uh, the morning show there went down to the uh, the uh, yeah yeah I completely lost my mind. It's so crazy. all right, so you're saying O and A went to something, O&A, right? Yeah, there we go. O and A went down to the museum and tried to reproduce. The, the setup that they had in... You know, I've lost the name of the show, Ronnie. I've just completely fucked this up. All right, so uh, we'll, we'll just know that you gave us something. O&A did something. Um, and we'll try to go on from there. Here's Jim. Jim, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, uh, talking about that cultural stuff, uh, everybody comes to Field of Dreams to play ball, run the bases, sit on the bench, do the wave. Fantastic. Oh, That's great. Fantastic, Jim. All right, so now we know. We've got Field of Dreams, and can I tell you the truth? I do want to go to Field of Dreams. That would be pretty cool. That's just in the middle of nowhere. That it's in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> and people show up there because people brought me dirt from that place. Oh, wow. They sell dirt, and they're going, I know you like this movie. So here, it's like you, you're part of it now. Um. Hicks, what do you got for us? What is going to be the Thanksgiving Day picture? The Thanksgiving contest winner will get a signed copy of The Last Waltz. Holy shit! By Mr. Robbie Robertson. Holy shit! That's right. So take a picture of your spread. Send it in to the editor at theenterobank.com. You can win The Last Waltz signed by Robbie Robertson. That's unbelievable. Fucking big fucking prize. That's unbelievable. Uh... Here's Marty. Marty, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. How you doing today? Good. 
Yeah, I see a lot of people on boats standing up front like uh, DiCaprio going, I'm king of the world. That one's actually pretty good, but it's not a specific place. But I do like that people will do the I'm king of the world. Too bad there's not one spot that you could do that. But if you think Philadelphia, after all these years, still has people run, and I'm not kidding you, you can sit there every day and just watch people run up the steps. And there's no reason to run up these steps. <laughs> and then stand at the top and do the Rocky pose. And it's been going on like that every day since it happened. It's insane. Now, it- New York has tons of movies shot here. And I can't think of someone that ever says, oh, I have to go do what blah, blah, blah did in that movie. There, now, a lot of people will. There was the big piano at FAO Schwartz. A lot of people will do the bit where they go, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. But, you know, that's not specific to the spot. No. no. Um, here's uh, Scram Daddy. You're on Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Um, pretty much anything that Ferris Bueller does uh, in the movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off, but specifically at the Art Institute, everybody will walk up face-to-face with Sunday in the Park and then back up until you can see the whole thing. Yeah, I went looking for that, too, when I was there. I don't know if I... It's a possibility. I don't know whether it's that same kind of 100%. I will say that it's close. Also, the same thing about the big piano. Um, I get it, but people won't do the same thing as in the movie. If no. you go and see the big piano, people just run across it like they always did. Yes. They won't try to sit there and play chopsticks on it. Because you could throw out like cats for when Harry met Sally, Cats Deli, but I don't think anyone's really faking orgasms. I ate Cats De- Deli, and people just go, this is that fucking place. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Cats Deli is pretty fucking terrific still. Yeah. Delicious. Um,. Here is um, Mark. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. Uh, out in California at the Richard Nixon Library and Museum, they've got the helicopter that he left the White House in, and uh, everybody lines up to do the Nixon fingers outside of it. That's weird. I'd yeah. never heard of this before. <laughs> All right. Nixon fingers is a possibility. Of course, that's not from a piece of art. That's like saying everyone wants to figure out where... Um, I don't know, Kennedy got shot at. Yeah, but they have it marked, right? That's not popular culture. I guess that's actual culture. Yeah, here's here's people hanging outside the helicopter. I did not know <laughs> this about the, the Nixon helicopter. And then everybody does the, I'm getting into my helicopter. So that's weird. That's great. I wasn't even familiar with this. I can't imagine going to the Nixon library. Um... Glenn, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hello? Yeah. All right, how about uh, Tom's Diner, Seinfeld? Mm. Yeah, that's Just not what we're talking diner? about. No. The, the, we're talking about you want to do something specifically with that. Like the Rocky Steps. Rocky ran up the steps. Right. So You just don't the see the Rocky Steps. You try to reenact that part. The Abbey Road... Everybody tries to get in the actual position of Abbey Road and get their picture taken. I might even be leaning a little bit towards this um, thing. My problem with the big thing is it's just kids jumping around. They're not playing chopsticks. You're not recreating 
And that thing was very popular before the movie, and people acted the same exact way. Where the Rocky steps, no one ran up those steps. There's a lot of steps. I would say the park bench in Forrest Gump in Savannah, Georgia, where people go and get their picture taken sitting on a Forrest Gump bench. Well, it didn't exist there before. It was put in by the movie people and then left. Um, so I don't know whether that's more of a forced one. That was created for the film, so yeah. it doesn't count. Those steps were there beforehand, right? Yeah. yeah. Abbey Road was Abbey Road before. Um, here is Rachel. You're on the Run of Fest show. Did you say Rachel? Yeah. Hey, um, so I live in Pennsylvania, and people always go to the Witness movie scene in Lancaster where they filmed the movie with Harrison Ford. As like it's a huge tourist attraction, all the tourists love to go there and see where they film the movie. Um, is that right? Yeah, I did That's not weird. know people that. People love the Amish people. <laughs> yeah, I did not That's know weird. about that. Um, all right, so we've got Abbey Road, Field of Dreams, and Rocky Steps that we all are a hundred percent on. It's coming together. Uh, Oscar, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron and Bika guys. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm from Texas, and uh, my wife called me into going to New York, and I did, and I told her Hundred. one thing i got to do is I want to go to the comedy cellar. I want to come out of that in-train station, walk down the road, eat a piece of pizza, take two bites, put it in the trash, and go into the cellar. But I, I couldn't get in the cellar. I just stood in line. But, uh, um, that's an interesting thing. I wonder how much that's helped the cellar, too. But, yeah, I will agree that Louie is definitely making that, um, was it the N-Train, did you say? I think it's well, the F-Train, Steph. Okay, F coming out of the F-Train, and then whatever yeah. that little pizza place is. That's interesting. That's pretty good. Like, I'm sure at one time people used to have to throw their hat up in Minneapolis, <laughs> and I wish we had the kid here today. Um, Andrew, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron Fez Pepper. Hey. Uh, I grew up in the Washington, D.C. area, and I don't know if it's uh, like a national thing that people come there to uh, seek it out, but we always thought it was a big deal to go down to Georgetown in Washington, D.C. and uh, lie down on the Exorcist stairs if we were dead. Well, I did go see the Exorcist stairs one night when I was down there, and they were pretty fucking creepy. It's the Exorcist stairs. Yeah. Well, that's a long time ago, that movie. Is it 40 years now? Closing in on, dude. Yeah, it's the 73. Like you used to say, this one's from 72 also. It's called Turn the Page. <laughs> Love that tune. Tony, you're on the Run of Fest show. I call it, is it Tony? Yeah. Yeah, I got two. I got the Empire State Building, where people are always going for Valentine's Day, like in... Uh, the uh, Tom Hanks movie and mm -hmm. uh, the American Museum of Natural History in New York City, where Girl Scouts are sleeping over trying to recreate the Nana Museum. They actually do that? They yeah. let them yeah. sleep in the museum all night? Yeah, it costs like 200 bucks, but they can do it, yeah. Really? Yeah. That's weird. Well, we're actually fucking learning a lot of shit. Hey, museum sleepovers, what the fuck? And they only do that because of that thing? 
I guess so. Yeah, it, the first thing they say is a night at the museum. <laughs> right, that's a possibility. So let's go through this. Abbey Road, you got to get into the thing. Uh, it's a catch with dad, the oh, same yeah. exact way that you did in Field of Dreams and running up the rocky steps. Those we agree on. There's a possibility of the thing about the sleeping over the museum, not everybody gets to do it. It looks like it's I just do like it. Kids. Huh? It just, I think, yeah. You, have, you can't be older than 13. <laughs> so that sucks. And you can't be Elmo. No. Um, Aaron, you're on the Run of Fez show. Here's Mike in Tucson. You're on the Run of Fez show. What's up, Ronnie B? Yeah. Hey, uh, down here in Tombstone, uh, Arizona, everybody stands in front of the OK Corral like it's a goddamn gunfight. Oh, I bet they do that. Oh, it's so hacky. They stand on each corner of the OK Corral and act like they're fucking Wyatt Earp. That's stupid. Although I yeah, probably don't once me. I got there. <laughs> Every kid dreams about being in a gunfight. Oh, hell yeah. High noon. Fucking light motherfuckers up. And yet no one ever thinks of, I hope I don't get shot here. Oh, no. See, That's hot burning lead through my body. I'm much faster than the guy I would be shooting against. <laughs> I hope you just shoot him in the hand. Badass. Katie, you're on the Run Fest show. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys are just talking about movies, but um, I'm from North Carolina, and when we went to New York City, they let us go on stage and go live from New York at Saturday night. Yeah, and, um, it's like in the a bunch tour, of though. Sorry? Like a bunch of hicks. <laughs> that's yeah. the tour, right? Yeah. Would they let you actually do it on the show? No, no. Live we from New York, it's Saturday night. Who's that? <laughs> she knew? And also, they filmed the movie Last of the Mohicans and Bull Durham here in North Carolina. And a lot of people will go up on um, the little canyon where it's called Blowing Rock and act like Daniel Day-Lewis and get their picture taken. And that's actually part of a little tour that they do in the mountains. All right. So there's a possibility. I don't know if it's all that big as some of these other films we're talking about. It's not as well known. And what do they do for Bull Durham? You get to throw a ball at, hit the bull with it? Yes, because there's still the bull out there. I, I'm surprised you know that. I thought it was just a regional thing for North Carolina. No, I love that but, movie. Do you really? Yeah. But what, you can go out there and you can actually throw a pitch, and during the game you can place bets on who's going to hit the ball over the uh, big bull in the outfield. Yeah. And when it when it happens, smoke comes out of his nose and stuff, and they do seasonal things like on Thanksgiving you'll win a turkey or something like that. So do you go to their games? I've been to the games, the, yeah. uh, the Durham Bulls, yeah. I think they're it's not a... very good. Yeah, but, well, that's because they're not in, like, a regular league, right? Just guys are just trying to either hang on or get back in. I think it's great. I think uh, minor league baseball is great. I'm a big fan of that uh, whole thing. All right, thanks, honey. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. She thought that only people regionally watched that movie. She didn't know it was a big hit. Strange. Um, Dave, Canada, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, I just thought uh, the Overlook Hotel from The Shining. Spent a night there. Now, that is in Canada, right? It's not in... 
I actually think it's in Oregon. I think it's like the Timberline Lodge or something. But this, they shot most. They shot there was most one in Colorado, Colorado, but they're saying that they didn't shoot. There's one they shot outside it's, and one they shot inside. Yeah, the exteriors were different than the interiors. Yeah, was, uh, yeah. The yeah. One's I in Colorado. The, yeah, the exterior one was. Some, I thought Oregon. I could be wrong. I think the interiors actually had a soundstage, but I think just being able to go out to uh, stay at the hotel would be pretty freaky, just from the movie. And another one I thought of was uh, the bar uh, Boston, uh, Cheers in Boston. I'm sure lots of people want to go there too. Yeah, they put up a sign that says Cheers, even though the place isn't called Cheers. Seems like a gigantic mistake. I would just call it Cheers. You know how much more fucking money you'd make? It's stupid. And then you would come in, and I would just be like, I'd hire some Cheers lookalikes to be in there, and you could sit next to them at the bar for $50. We'll take your fucking picture. George White-looking motherfuckers in the corner. Then have a fucking $18 cocktail, and then i kick your goddamn fucking tourist ass to the street. With a T-shirt. Order yourself a delicious Mayday Malone. Uh, John, you're on the Run of Fest show. Let's go over to our buddy Gorilla Bob. Hey, Bob. Hey, boys. Uh, I took my kid to the Museum of Natural History in New York. Go ahead, Bob. <laughs> and, uh, and while we were there, the, uh, he wanted to get his picture taken with this. Uh, it looks like an Easter Island statue. Oh, I see. I don't know, and that's from that, from what? It's from the movie Night at the Museum. See, I don't even know that movie enough. I mean, I know I've had it on, but since uh, unless you're watching it with little kids that watch it over and over, here's the thing, though. The uh, when he went up there, I didn't know he was going to do this because I never saw that stupid fucking movie. Right. And he uh, he walks over and he hugs the thing and he goes, "Hello, dum dum." And it wasn't just him. Every kid that was on the line and all of the retarded adults that were there did the same thing. Uh, they all locked up and said, hello, dum dum, and got their picture taken with this stupid statue. That's phenomenal. It uh, is. You should I, win I, something, you. too, for sounding exactly like Tony Soprano when you talk. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy. Goodbye. See you, my friend. You ever notice that? He sounds just like Tony Soprano. Wish I had some Soprano gear I could have fucking given him. Um, here's David. You're on Ron and Fez show. Yes, sir. Yeah. Hey, um, if you go to Arizona, up um, up in Winslow, Arizona, they have one corner set up just for the, the take it Standing easy. Standing on a corner in Winslow, Arizona. Yeah. I've never heard this story. Yeah, um, they got a flatbed Ford set up right on that corner. This is amazing. Hall. Find this, Hicks. You got to see it. Uh, they, they got one corner. They got the song playing twenty four hours a day. Uh, we we just drove. We just drove through the town. We we had to stop. They got this flatbed Ford sitting there, and it's amazing. And and, and that's that's basically all there is there. But, this uh, is so cheesy, but I think I would stop if I was going through. You got. You have to. You have to. Yeah. It's, it's worth. It's worth it. There it is. And you go get to have your picture taken. <laughs> Uh, yep. With the Winslow sign and the flatbed Ford. There you go. All right, that's pretty cool. That's right. actually, I like a small town who's like, whatever we can get, let's take advantage of it. Let's bring them in. Let's put a fucking flatbed Ford there. <laughs> I mean, people are looking for it. Let's do it. Let's get what they want. And then every year we do Eagles Day. <laughs> Who doesn't like the Eagles? All right, this got written to us. How about going to Times Square, throwing your hat up in the air and saying, what, Fez? Only in New York. 
How come you wouldn't even do it in the same voice? He just does it like this. Only in New York. Instead of what's the crack way? Only in New York. Fun. Let's have fun. Well, well, well. Jabibi. Long time. Hey, what's up, buddies? Hey. Uh, now, one of the great movie pilgrimages I like to do is, uh, I don't even smoke, but you go down to Leonardo, New, uh, New Jersey, go in front of the quick stop and enjoy cigarettes, just like in Clerks. Do people do it? All, all, all the time. It, especially back in the, like, a couple of years ago when they think, think the video store was still open, too. I probably went like 10 years ago, but now I think just the quick stop is open. There's people there all the time, sure. And they just go and they, they, get, they stand in the same positions. Yeah, they have to put their leg up and, you know, I don't know, people just do all that kind of stuff. I actually want to do it now. This is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, that's a great one. And why aren't you wearing a long coat? I would definitely be wearing a long coat. (laughs) And I really, if I was a kid in that neighborhood, I'd just hang out there anyway. Yeah, it's a fucking quick stop. Yeah. All right, good one, Jabibi. All right, thanks, boys. When are you coming to New York? I'll be back for Christmas. I'll be back for Christmas. Nice. All right, buddy. Peace. Um, here's Travis. Travis, you're on the Run and Fest show. Hey, uh, it doesn't spin anymore, so it's not as fun. But a lot of people go and act like they're drunk at the carousel bar in uh, at Circus Circus in Las Vegas. You know, kind of do the fear loading of Las Vegas shit. I haven't been there in a couple of years, but they used to. All right, we're we, some of these are really strong, and we should call this uh, thing like pop culture pilgr- uh, pilgrimage. Is what would be great <laughs> is if we could just have one person do all these. Oh my! And just get them all, bang them all out. Yeah, he's just doing everything. I love all these movies. I love everything that ever existed. <laughs> this is great. It's like I'm there. <laughs> Oh, no, you get it? I'm inside my own TV. <laughs> I'm not just nobody. I'm fucking somebody. And here's the fucking proof. Fill your own manifest. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, Phil? Ah, uh, Bill. Okay. Go with Bill. Yeah. Uh, my brother used to live up in Woodstock, Illinois, and that was where Groundhog Day was filmed. And they have the pothole they used to step in all marked off, and there's always people there taking pictures of themselves walking through the pothole. That's a doozy. All right, so pothole from Groundhog's Day. But it's not even in Pennsylvania. It's in a different town completely. Yep, yep, Woodstock, Illinois. The diner there still has a bunch of pictures of, like, Harold Ramis and them. When they were shooting, they used to go there and eat all the time. It's really just kind of neat to check out. All right, peace. John, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, the last time I was in New York, I made it a point to go down to MacDougall Street mm-hmm. just to eat a slice of pizza in the doorway of Ben's Pizzeria. So you felt just like Louie when you did it? Oh, yeah, I did. Did it you get your awesome. picture taken? I did not. I was alone. All right, got to work on this. Because let's try to turn, you know what, holy fuck, who's thinking, Ronnie B, why don't we start and do Louis tours, and like, we'll take you around and let you kind of reenact the opening. Oh, shit. Like, do you remember when they, did I already bring this up to you about the Louis Lincoln thing? The, uh, from Saturday Night Live? Yeah. No. Did you notice in that, that they had, 
some kind of weird rigging into the comedy store. No. Uh, 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 comedy store door. Because when they shot that, it was during the blackout. Oh, and I was fuck. watching that night, and they were still blacked out downtown. And I'm cracking up going, how are they fucking shooting this? So I guess they ran generators into that. Because look how dark that room is around them. Oh, you know, you're going to look for it? Yeah. Uh, while you're doing it, I'll have Blowhard. Hey, Blowhard. Hey, buddy. Um, that's the West 4th sub, uh, subway station for Louis, uh, the E. I mean, the B, the D, the, and the F. He knows every subway the station in New York. And the Great Ben's Pizza, obviously. Um, the Empire State Building got famous as a romantic place, not because of a Tom Hanks film. That Tom Hanks film was based on Cary Grant and a Fair to Remember. And since that movie came out, the, the affair to remember with uh, him and uh, Cary Grant, I think it was Deborah Carr, mm-hmm. people up there get married, get engaged more than any other place in New York City. Well, it's don't they the own, they, they pick so many couples to let them get married? Right. There's like, I think you have to like put your name in and you have to like wait like a lottery or something. But it has become the number one romantic place. When I went to the observation deck about five years ago with a couple of out-of-towners, I just couldn't stop thinking about King Kong. And they did have like a big inflatable Kong at one time on the anniversary of the film. So there's a lot of New York history, film history in the Empire State Building. But definitely um, an affair to remember was the movie that people had to go and meet at midnight or get engaged. And they even opened up the observation deck till 2 a.m., and now they even have a higher observation deck you pay extra for, and it's just all couples up there making out. It's just a real, real touristy, you know, romantic, yucky place. It's just become an awful place. Well, they were, all, they were always touristy. No and fucking New Yorkers like, hey, I'd like to go up and see the about, view. Can't wait. Talk about Pat Steaks for Rocky. They got a plaque on the ground. You're, yeah, Pat Steaks became, it was just a regular steak shop. And now it's like a fucking Clown Prince place down there where people go, I want to get a Pat Steaks. And there's the Rocky plaque on the ground. It's it's weird. It's, well, uh, yeah, even when you go to the top of, what do you call it? There's like footprints so you can put your fo- uh, feet right where Stallone was. Uh, here's Matt. Virginia, you're on my face. Hey, guys. <clears throat> I went to a Notre Dame, and uh, you knew someone was in the stadium for the first time when you hear him say the line from Rocky, this is the most beautiful thing my eyes have ever seen. Well, it's Rudy. Oh, my God, you would hear that at least two dozen times a game. And as a student, you would just want to say, shut the fuck up and sit down. It was so aggravating. The um, the weird thing, too, is that for some reason this man from Chicago brought up a accent that sounded like it was Irish. It's the finest sight these all of us have ever seen. What are you, when did you turn Irish during this? All right, so you see what I'm saying, where yep. that thing was... Yeah, right on the left-hand side. There, it's just, just a shitload of wires, and that's not like that normally, right? I don't think so. No, because yeah, look at that. This is like cable they ran into it. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get the shot. Um, Eric in Iowa, you're on my face. What's up, Ron? Fez, Peckerlips. Yeah. Hey, uh, we have a small town in southeast Iowa called Eldon, and it's where the Grant uh, Wood. Painter painted that American Gothic. American house. Gothic, yeah. And there are people stop stop there constantly. You can even go into a little gift shop in front of it and rent the uh, outfits to stand there and get your picture taken. Thank you, my friend. I didn't even know that. See, that's pretty cool. Oh, and that gives us one from painting. 
Yeah, oh, I actually would want to do that. Well, I got the pitchfork, too. Yeah. Would you count Chicago where people go in to order a cheeseburger, cheeseburger? Um, yeah, the weird thing about that is, and they, they have cheeseburger, cheeseburger up there, that uh, it doesn't look like it did in the, in the set. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's more of a bar. It's not just a... Stand of Yeah, I mean, not, none of it looks the same. Like, the, oh, the food man. is cooked in the back in the whole nine yards. Fuck that, then. It's got to look like the fucking set. It's also a terrible cheeseburger. <laughs> is it? It's yeah. really fucking shit. But I did it for the exact reason. I'm like, hey, we'll do it at the fucking uh, cheeseburger, cheeseburger place. Mm. But I would never go back again. Um, Carl, you're on Fez. Hey, buddy, boys. Hey, whenever you're down in uh, Davie, Florida, you got to stop by the uh, golf course down there. It's the, uh, I think it's the Rolling Hills uh, golf course, but you can uh, tee off on some chrysanthemums, and uh, you can dream, live the dream of being a former greenskeeper and now a Masters champion. Yeah, I actually stayed at that hotel once for some kind of weird thing there, and they were like, this is where... Um you know, they shot Caddyshack, and I'm like, uh, oh, where did Paulo fall in the pool? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paulo. Guess he hasn't sold his house yet. No. We don't hear anything back. We'll hear about my fucking, you know, my phone heroism before we hear about that. I, I really want to know what the hell happened with this phone. Sounds like a fucking crazy story. It's it's one of the world's greatest stories, but it's been forgotten. Um, Tony in North Dakota wants us to make another pitch. Hey, guys. Yeah, you're missing out on uh, uh, Cameron, Ferris, and Sloan uh, going up on the Sears Tower and then leaning over the ledge to look down. They've kind of messed it up now because they've, they've got those uh, glass lookouts, but that's something I know I did a couple times. Hmm. Um, here's John you're on Fez hello yeah hey uh, the train trestle bridge on uh, stand by me it's in a little town east of Redding California called Bernie my kids went up there and ran across that it was pretty cool so you actually told them to wait for a train and then try to outrun it and jump well, they don't have any trains up there anymore, but um, they got to run across the bridge. That trestle's pretty high, too, huh? Yeah, it is. What's to protect the kid from falling off? Is there sides? No, there's no sides. Jesus, I don't know if I'd be but comfortable. If they, if they fall off, they, they go in the water. No big Yeah, deal. but like yeah, but you still. said, it's a pretty good drop. Yeah, it is a pretty good drop, but they can swim. Um. Okay, there we have it. Safety. Safety first. <laughs> That's a fucking hell of a drop there. They can't get fucked up in the No water. one's swimming after that drop. <laughs> Angry Fez is pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Safety first, Fez. Man, I can't believe they would let kids run across that. This this guy's not a father. He's making shit up. 
Probably some running. You don't even think he's got kids himself? That's how far the lie goes? Yeah, that guy doesn't have kids. He just wanted to bring up You think he still has a cat at his house? No. That guy does not have a cat. He probably just hangs out with, like, I don't know, young hustlers and has them run across his bridge. We are, and I, I can't even believe we're giving out a prize this good, signed, Last Waltz by Robbie Robertson. Robbie Robertson. This is a national treasure. This is the greatest concert film of all time. Robbie Robertson. Has, and it's just based on your Thanksgiving pictures. Thanksgiving pictures. Send in your food you're eating on Thanksgiving. Send in editor at com. You can win The Last Waltz signed by Robbie Robertson. So if you win... You get the DVD, and then you're looking at pictures of your Thanksgiving dinner, and you're watching a Thanksgiving concert. It's the shit. All right. Ryan wrote to us, uh, I am corrections officer at Chino. All the new prisoners like to come in and get raped by a gang of Nazis like American History X. Oh, my God. Oh, that's so cute. That is so adorable. Bloody. You think it would be bloody? There was blood in American History X, remember? Going down the drain. Oh, yeah, I forgot that scene. Yeah. Terry Richardson, Lady Gaga. Have you turned around on Lady Gaga now that she's with Terry Richardson? Um, I like her a lot more than she's with Terry now. That's definitely, definitely positive points. What does Terry Richardson um, got that no one else seems to? I have no fucking clue because this guy gets just every ridiculously hot female celebrity and sure. and like fucking Obama too you know like it's not just like skanks he has in his fucking lens he gets everyone they all want to if I had be- to say anything it's bath salts yeah, I they- think he's running a bath salt thing with these chicks well fuck I mean, me she was ass fucking a cake in this <sighs> yes it, it was down and dirty and it's all Terry she wasn't doing this without him look at this she's fucking grinding she's fucking twerking that ass of hers into a goddamn birthday cake and then she's twerking some more in a fucking hot tub she is that a hot tub or a washing machine the way she gets that ass going <laughs> look at that she works it yeah those are some see-through panties as well well once they're soaked true goddamn and then Terry Richardson also shows up in that REM video that uh, Franco directed. He's like shooting fucking Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. yeah, that's up there too. Huh. Lindsay Lohan actually looks pretty stunning in these pictures, though. I know we're not supposed to say that. Oh, come on. I'm the Terry Richardson, but just in my own life. Like, I can get the people I know to do weird shit. <laughs> but he just fucking picks up celebrities. Yeah, it's that's like... my problem. These people start making movies, I'm on my fucking way. Let's spend the night together. Um, Casper, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. How about uh, coming down the escalator at the Riviera like Rain Man? They also redid it in uh, The Hangover. Yeah, but the, the real people dress up in matching suits. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that happens. They should. I think we will get a full box out of this. I do. I think we'll be able to go up on the end bang. That's exciting. You're not doing anything for Thanksgiving this year? Probably just going to go over my girlfriend's family's place. That's about it. Out in uh, Long Island? L.I., strong. Do you only see them once a year? 
Jewish holidays as well. Your, uh, let's see if I know any of them. Passover? I believe a, I, we go for Yom Kippur, too. Uh, there's a lot of Jewish holidays, and they all like come in like one block of the year. So, Well, I have a problem with this. I no longer think that Thanksgiving is an actual holiday since they're moving Black Friday back and letting people work doing it. And I have a family member who has to leave, one of the kids, has to leave and go work at their store on that day. So one of my uh, nieces... Fuck that. My mom's like, uh, we're going to do it at 3 o'clock so they have enough time to be with us. And I'm like, what? We're eating at 3. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, because she's got to be at work at 6 and we don't want to... It's Thanksgiving and, brunch this year, everyone. Well, I didn't want to let anybody down by acting like, ah, oh, it's a little early for me to eat. But I did feel like I'm, I'm not the one that has to work that day. Why do I have to eat early? <laughs> But it really sucks. That It's horrible what they've done to the holiday. And Black Friday, too. They've ruined that day. Well, Black Friday was always terrible. Yeah, it was always the worst thing for the worst people to be part of. Just heavy consumers. Just greedy consumers. I always wait for Cyber Monday myself. It's just another Cyber <laughs> Monday. Cyber Monday is the online deals for yeah. if you go online. It's, hey, you know, no lines, dudes. You know... We always used to get, you know, take presents down at Thanksgiving and put them in my mom's house for the kids down, you know, my, my sisters uh, and kids and all that. I haven't even bought anything this year. I haven't done shit because I felt like we, we took this jump from summer into Thanksgiving. I, I, I doesn't feel like this. This doesn't feel like Thanksgiving week. It's it fucking bizarre, man. It doesn't feel like November. I don't even feel like I'm thankful this year. Oh, no. We got to be thankful. I guess I'll get up and say it at things. I'm thankful we got to eat so early because some of the people have to work. <laughs> at least those oh, people working again. Oh, I team. actually feel sorry so bad that, really, that somebody has to go to work like that. It's, it's obscene, man. And I blame the fucking Black Friday greed heads. I, I think the Walmart workers were talking about doing a walkout, and Target was talking. Target people were talking about walkouts. Good. I doubt it'll work. No, nothing works. Right? Nothing I mean, gets over. Eight o'clock on fucking Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving is when the fucking deals start. Is when you start fucking sucks. Just pay a little more for whatever it is you want. to It buy. stops the whole "I want to be thankful" thing. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm spending a day giving thanks to you know. Not only for religious purposes, but for all your forefathers and everybody who made it lucky enough that you could be an American. Well, now I get to corral rabid, psychotic people as they try to fucking rip things off shelves. Because last year, I mean, as every year, more people get fucking... They get riot crazy. Yeah. There's fucking dozens of videos. It was like a Best Buy in Puerto Rico that it was a straight-up riot of people just fucking plowing through trying to get to the goddamn televisions. And, and I think the whole thing is I'm, you know, I'm going to kill myself or others because I love my family and I want these kids to have things is the exact opposite of any kind of thankfulness. It's fucking embarrassing. It's fucked. It's over, man. 
And it's a holiday that didn't have to be messed with. You had a whole separate day and weekend to do all the sales. It's not, I mean, they've turned Thanksgiving into another, sadly, Memorial Day. But can I tell you something the else? Sales. They've also done that with football, making the three football games. So if you're a woman who doesn't like football, but you're thinking, hey, I get the whole family to come back. And now all the dudes are just sitting there watching football. That's, That's kind of disgusting. It was supposed to be a secular holiday. It was supposed to be an American holiday. And we've turned it into, and it isn't football, of course, but the beer and soda and cars that you sell a football. So this thing has been getting trashed for some time. There used to be one game, right, on Thanksgiving. It was Detroit. Yeah. 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 And, and, of course, you'd have the parade in the morning, and that was all pretty livable and nice. And now they've taken it wall-to-wall football. Yeah, it's, it's, it's and shopping. Yeah, there's going to be football on all day long. There's a 1230, 430, and 8-20 game. Yeah, I'm going to fucking watch them. Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm going to watch them rather than talk to my family. <laughs> Texans-Lions, it could be good. I don't know. Pats Jets. Fuck that. Mm, what are you going to do? Hopefully Gronk's better by then. I already felt like Black Friday was an embarrassment to the whole thing. Well, yeah, cause... But at least with that one, if, if people didn't want to participate, they didn't have to. You know, you could stay away from the malls. When you put it on Thanksgiving evening... Now you've intruded on everybody's holiday. But see, here was the thing, though. You you used to get, hey, any job that doesn't give you four days off is a shitty place. You should have four days to rest. But now it's like your your wife wants you to go with her to fucking load up cars because she's packing. If I showed you what happens with my, my um, sister and my brother-in-law, I've seen them come back on Fridays with every inch of their car packed up. Which is they're like crazy people, yeah. Holy shit, man. They would be gone for 12, 14 hours. What? Just hitting up store after store after store? God damn it. Uh Jason, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey Ronnie, uh yeah. speaking of crazy people, so you know, leave it to Florida, right? I'm watching the national news this morning, national news show, and over in the Tampa area, um, there's a Best Buy. These crazy bastards are camped out now, right? They're camped out now. Here's the crazy thing. The sales material, the sales flyer, the, the door busters, the, the sales stuff isn't out yet. They don't know why they're camped out yet. They're just camped out because of what they might happen, maybe. They're probably from Pinellas Park, like, you know, you know who. Mm. Yeah, I don't understand it. I don't understand the excitement level. And it's like, it's crap that they're fucking, that they're fucking selling. There's like well, flat screen televisions or whatever, or Xboxes. I don't know. And only X is. amount of those. That's yeah, why like, people run. Yeah, there's five of them. Yeah, yeah there's, there's very five, few. And then thousands of people come in and it's uh, kind of a bullshit thing. Like even, all right, so if you're not the first fucking 10 people in line, why would you stand online? Because the only reason they're there is to get the fucking one item. But let's go back to the, the thing. It used to be this was a family fucking time off to gather with family and be thankful for what you have. What you have in a country, what you have in a community, what you have in a family. 
Now it's back about the same thing everything else is about. Money. Yeah. It's just fucking money. The stores go in the black. This this is the day that the stores, you know, make their money. Most people fucking shopping. This you know, this entire weekend. Starting Thanksgiving night. Um here's Mike. Mike, you're on the run fest show. Hey Ron, hey Mike. Uh, I went to a place, I can't say the name, but you stopped and you bought some games. That's all I can say. But uh, we just got our flyers in there. Deals are basically $5 off. We're open at 5, and we don't get out until way late. And I can't see my family on Thanksgiving because i got to fret to this stuff. And I hate my job for it. So, so your Thanksgiving is, is gone. Your Thanksgiving itself is gone. Yeah, because we go to my aunt's house, and all the kids and they come over, we eat at like 7 o'clock. i got to be sleeping. It's friggin' bear. All right, talk to you later. See, it sucks. That's not the point of this. That's not the point of this. But never can we get in the way of money. Every Money has to come first on everything. Well, if, if money is so important, why don't we just work right through it? I'm sure it would be better for the economy if everybody just worked that Thursday and Friday. Let's stop bullshitting and calling it a holiday. It's not. No, they fucking ruined it. The big box stores, wherever the fuck you want to call them. Well, let's just say it's a day of gambling where people are supposed to show up and fucking shoot dice against each other. That sounds fun. I love Gamble Day. Gamble Day. (laughs) Make sure you dress nice for Gamble Day. Do you even watch the parade on TV? Uh, Yeah, I'll watch it. It's fucking watched every year. No. You ever go over, though? No, never been over. Parents wouldn't take me when I was a little kid. But okay, you're an adult now. Yeah, you're a fucking lover. I'd rather see that TV. It's more comfortable. <laughs> see? That's how you parents <laughs> Um, Chris, you're on the Run of Fez show. You know, we fucking cower at every special interest group in this country. You know, if someone curses on TV or if there's any kind of edgy content that, you know, the, the most, mind, you know, you know, smallest fraction of a fucking group will shut down any media. But yet, if we tried to get, organize any boycott of this fucking holiday, you know it would go nowhere. I mean, that's what—that's really what it's got to come down to. People just have to not participate. But, you know. Well, I started to boycott my whole life because I'm not about to go stand in line to see whether I can get uh, a, something that I won't even care about a year from now because it'll already be outdated. Because this is all electronics bullshit. Yeah, that's that's the that's the th- that's the thing. People just want cheap electronic gear. Whatever gadgets out. I'm sure it may be iPads this time around. I don't fucking know. Look, there's only one Christmas present that people like, and that's cigars. Anything else is a fucking insult to them. That's right. Cigars are what people want. Cigars are fucking nation's fucking barter. And all you people remember that. I like to just call it National Cigar Day. NCD. Happy Cigar Day. Well, do you eat breakfast on Thanksgiving or you act like one of those people? I don't even want to get in the way of breakfast. I usually don't eat breakfast. You know, have a little snack, maybe like a brunch type thing, but not breakfast. Matt, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, I think we're only a few years away from uh, uh, Thanksgiving being almost like a brunch or whatever, just for pre-gaming uh, shopping, and that's going to be like the main focus. Well, let's look at this. Who likes to go to the Black Friday? Women, right? Who prepares right. your Thanksgiving? 
women. So they are fucking taking... <laughs> now it's going to be going like this. It's Thanksgiving. Get something to eat. Then the men watch TV and the women go shopping. How the hell is that a family holiday? Don't worry. There's 12 hours of football on. It's not. It's not anymore. I got to get ready against my little nephews because when I was down there in the summer, there was water pistols. And I was during the... And they were like these big water guns, right? And... uh We were shooting each other in the backyard, but then when we were eating dinner in the house, where, of course, you wouldn't have water pistols, during the dinner, I yelled out, Michael Corleone says hi, just starts <laughs> blasting both of them, just started blasting both of them in the face with water pistols. They were screaming. My mom and my sisters, everybody was screaming. They were trying to cover the food, but I'm too old to give a fuck anymore, right? So I'm just blasting away. You know what I mean? Like, like they get in trouble with their mom and they're in trouble. I get in trouble with my mom and get in the car and I go home later. So what's the difference? <laughs> so these kids, Great. these little, and I told you, these are the hunters, the oh, fishermen, yeah. the watermen. They've been laying and planning my demise all this time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They're just fucking plotting. I'm tossing and turning at night. Oh, my God. Thinking that these kids that know how to skin things <laughs> have got it in for me. You have to watch your back down there. Yeah. Well, they're like... Um, they're like about four, like five and six, something like that. So they're just at the age where they will plan a murder. And they can. They fucking murder animals, yeah. right? Well, I don't think murder. Well, whatever. They hunt. They skin. Um, Drew, you're on the run of fish show. Uh, yeah, guys. Down here, um, we hit the horse track on Thanksgiving Day. It's opening day of the race season in New Orleans. And, uh, I mean, there's nothing better. You just go and pick up your sandwiches, your food, your, your drinks. Nobody has to clean up. Everybody can get away from each other and place their bets. It's good there. It looks fun. See, when I grew up, it used to be about going to see high school football. And then you would get home and you'd smell turkey. And everybody would be together. And, you know, in the afternoon, it would be great. And... Now it has morphed into this other weird thing, this really strange thing. Um, here's Tom. Tom, you're on the Ron Fez show. Hey, gentlemen. Yeah. Ron, you're absolutely right. Uh, Thanksgiving has morphed into a holiday that perfectly represents America. It's a day of shopping, football, overeating beer. Devo said it best. It's de-evolution. Are we not men, Ron? Uh, we are Devo, D-E-V-O. Steve, Long Island, you're on my face. What's up, guys? How are you? Good, man. Good. It, it's sad. You know, you got the Walmarts open. PC Richards actually took out an ad saying they're closed and they believe in family values. I think it's great. I saw a sign at Payless the other day that they're open on Thanksgiving. Who the fuck is shopping for shoes on Thanksgiving? And what bothers me is that some kids got to work like that day. Yeah. You know, that's you the know? sad thing about it, that there's a lot of people now are not going to be able to be with their families on Thanksgiving. And that used to be the whole point. And these fucking stars are open through the night, right? I mean... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll open at 8 and just stay on open. Good. Work third shift instead of having Thanksgiving. When dinner. they don't normally do that either. Fez actually got on TV one time for... He and his whole family were wearing shirts. 
That said, what did it say? Uh, Watley Family Shopping, <laughs> Annual Family <laughs> Shopping Spree. Now, here's the point. You wouldn't even do that now because everybody else does it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like that was the early days of Black Friday, right? Right, yeah. Because I think it was around a while before I even heard of it. And when my sister, like I used to go down and spend a whole long weekend with my parents. And then my sister was like, we go shopping for early in the morning. And I'm like, what for? And she goes, you get bargains. You want to, you know, you want to come. And I, why would I ever... A, run out and look for bargains. B, fucking get up early. What's the whole point of having a day off? Save some money. Have a nice long day of shopping. Get those deals in. My grandmother would panic if we didn't have her in the car by 6 a.m. headed to the stores. Now, what year do you think you were talking about here? That had to be, I would say, 92, 93. Now, do you think everybody was doing that then, or you were kind of cutting edge? I think we were. Li- uh, it ain't. It wasn't like now where you see lines and stuff. Right. right. Yeah, we never had a line. You just you had to get to had to get grandma to penny. See, here was the thing. Here's what I think happened. Some people are like, I'm going to be conscientious about Christmas, and we've got tomorrow off. Let's go knock out. A bunch of Christmas things. I don't even think people were going because there were sales. No, right? it was a shopping day, and it's like, let me see if I can get all my shopping done. Right. And then, you know, have a month for Christmas. So you could say you're kind of the reason that all this happened. You were on the front lines of the reason why this happened because they were like, hey, a lot of people like to get their shopping done early. Let's try to get more people by setting up sales. And I think it started with Toys R Us because it was always the hard to find toy. Run there early, get a cabbage oh, patch yeah. doll. The fucking El- Tickle Me Elmo and all that Furbies. shit. So it yeah. wasn't, it, I don't even think it started as much as savings. It was get there first all while right. supplies last. That's a good call. Yeah, That's cool. a very good call. As of as like as, as late as nineteen eighty five, the Philadelphia Inquirer reported that retailers in Cincinnati and Los Angeles had no idea what Black Friday was. So, it looks like it was an East Coast thing. Beast. East Coast. Thing. Yeah, you, it was a Biggie Smalls was fucking running this whole deal. <laughs> you were getting a jump on your Christmas shopping just to get it done. Well, now it's fucked. Um. Is Doug. Doug, you're on Run Fez. Yeah, really what you're going to have, Ron, is, is you're going to be tearing families apart because you got the NFL vying for the men to watch games at 4 and 8 in the afternoon. The retailers vying for the women to come shop and be there before 8, which means get in line at 5.36 in the afternoon. Boy, Guys man. bitching, but there's a fucking game, and women bitching, but you got to take me to get the Elmo. And you're just going to have fucking me and my wife bitching at each just other. Said, I would say to the kids, Elmo molests children. So I'm not getting you that. You don't want that anymore. Uh, Grant, you're on the Run and Fez show. Yeah, I just was kind of uh, thinking about I'm calling from middle America right now, and I kind of watch on these bigger towns where uh, every year somebody dies. Yeah, there's somebody gets really hurt bad. We're going to be putting the videos up on the iBang yeah. of people going through plate glass windows. They're running out. Remember last year the guy had a heart attack and people jumped over him yeah. laughing and loving it? It's ridiculously bad and antisocial behavior 
all pulled around the same thing, greed, greed. And what do you get knocked off for these things? $20? Are you telling me if there was a $20 bill taped to something that you would get up in the morning at 5.30 and then run through a store to grab that fucking bill? You'd, you'd be an idiot. Um, Sponge, you're on the run of Fez show. Yeah, why did Fez's family wear fake T-shirts, fake names on their T-shirts instead of Hillier? Oh, it was Hillier. I wasn't even thinking. You were just trying to keep your family private. You don't want them part of this. It's perfectly acceptable. Ladies animals last year. Well, now you'll send them out, at, like the guy said, after two games of football, and they've been drinking watching the game. So now you're putting everybody out on the road. Do you honestly tell me that men are out there doing this? Oh, yeah, men will end up at this. Totally. Oh, I couldn't bear. I couldn't fucking bear. Look at those crowds. Is that up on the iBang? Yeah. Okay. Repost that from last year and we'll go over it. We're going to break here. I can't believe it's after two already. Yeah. We'll be right back. It's the Ron Fest Show. I was just 34 years old and I was still wandering in a haze. I was wondering why everyone I met. Like they were lost in a maze I don't know why I thought I should have Some kind of divine ride to the blues It's sympathy, not tears people need When they're the front page sad news The incense burned away And the stench began to rise Lovers now estranged Avoided catching each other's eyes Girls who lost their children Curse the men who fit the coil And men not fit for marriage Took their refuge in the oil No one respects the flame Quite like the fool is badly burned From all this you'd imagine That there must be something learned
Recrimination in the gym. Recriminations faster. All right, it's Ron Fez show. Uh, Dabba just came in and was laughing about the term slit skirts until we explained what the song was about. And then once again, once you explain to her, she goes, oh, okay. Now I see. But she will come in with a half-assed idea. <laughs> Always. We're going to have you do something this week, and that's going to be your millennial cartoons. I don't know whether you're going to do those today or tomorrow. but I'll do um, she's going to, These are the cartoons that you grew up on. Yeah. Um, because you don't want to hear about the old school cartoon. No. New cartoons better. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm all for it. Um, Chris Stanley's all over the Bob's Burgers. Oh, yeah. On the iBang, there's a box called Bob's Best Burgers. I don't know who did this box, but they went through, I guess, and found out that they freeze-framed it where they could see what was the different burger every single day yeah. that he did and why it's funny. <laughs> The first burger of the day, chevry which way but loose. Oh, chevre which way but loose. I get it. Like any which way but loose, but chevre. Mm. Yeah. Here's another one. We're here. We're Gruyere. Get used to it. Mm. Cheeseburger with Gruyere cheese. Okay. Missions are funny. A corn plish. Okay. That's a burger with corn salsa. <laughs> That's, That's funny though. All right, good. I like that, huh? It's starting to work. Here's not. Little Miss Bunshine. Little Miss Sunshine. <laughs> you loving a, this? Comes like on a battered bun. I think you just like Hicks. <laughs> I think if Hicks wasn't in a relationship, you would. Do... I like it. I think they're funny. Okay, go back and read them. Oh, yeah. Crowded house. Crowded. Sauerkraut. Sorry. On cheeseburger. It should be Little Swiss Bunshine. Yeah, Little Swiss Bunshine. Yeah, well, you said Miss. Oh. <laughs> I was the next one? Crowded House. Mm. Oh. A little bit of crowd. I crowded House Burger. Clever. Yeah, liking it. I've Next one? I've created a monster, as in Monster Cheese. Mm. I've right, created you've a, even lost Dabba. Dabba, come on. <laughs> fig at a bout it burger. Like, forget about it. But figs. I right, so would say it the way you would say it to make it all funny. <laughs> like when he tries to explain, <laughs> forget, <laughs> <sir>. like the <laughs> cheese. <laughs> forget about it, Bernie. Ah! Get it? Get it? That nah, is right. I, You're an idiot. <laughs> nope. I'm fucking very smart. I mean, she just pointed out that you no one ago ever goes back and explains a joke. <laughs> but yeah. we fucking know what monster no, cheese is. <laughs> like, we but get no, it. See, no, it's, it's like I created a monster. It's, I created a monster. Right. Like the cheese. Okay. <laughs> Chorizo, your own adventure. Chorizo, the Spanish mm-hmm. sausage. Choose right. your own adventure. Right. <laughs> Remember those? Yeah. Chorizo, your own adventure. Yeah. One fish, two fish, red fish, hamburger. I don't get that at all. One fish, two fish, red fish, mm. hamburger. Dr. Dr. It doesn't make sense, though. Uh, it makes perfect sense. How? Explain it to Explain me. It. Like <laughs> Explain it. Explain all of them. <laughs> I'm not sure. I can't get forgot this reference. Okay, so you isn't you, that a Doctor Seuss so reference? When you yeah, it is. But I want to see what he wants. <laughs> he gets what what the joke means. If looks could kill, mm. if looks could kill, I got yeah. that. <laughs> see, kale's a green leafy vegetable that you put on a cheeseburger. Kale. Right, Thanks. you're not going to kill anybody. Never, if looks could kill, I never heard of kale. Ties in. Kale's good. It's fried kale. It's delicious. Last of the. Mo Jicama. Mo Jicama. Jicama is like uh, food. 
It's Mohican. It's like food. It's Mohican. Jicama. Or Hickama. It's Hickama. Mohicama. See, it doesn't look like it should be pronounced that. Hickama. Isn't that a Fucking dope. Mohicama. Mohicama. Yeah, the J's silent. Yeah, J's silent. That's what I pronounced it. Instead of J and silent Bob, it's silent J. And then no Bob. You get it? It's there, but you can't you shouldn't say it. Alright, so what are you saying? If we come up with our own burger names, you'll give out a prize tomorrow? You want some prizes? Yeah. Alright, so beat this list, come out with a what would be the best name for a burger, you'll give out another one of your big prizes. Because this is gonna be a prize time of year. Prizes. It's yeah. the fucking holiday season. We're not making you work at fucking eight o'clock on Thursday. Right. We're giving you fucking prizes and fucking enjoying your off time. Do I get a prize because I'm on duty on Thanksgiving Day? No. Really? You can't even go home with your mom? Can't even go home. Get the gonna fuck be, out. Was this I'm your first Thanksgiving Pips, away? I was like, it's going to be a lonely Thanksgiving, but you know what? Like, the Jets are playing. I'm going to go out and achieve myself to a nice dinner. I'll, I'll have to bring it in, obviously. But aren't you going to miss your mom that day? <laughs> Not really, because it's like our first Thanksgiving when parents are, like, separated, so I, like, don't want to be home. So oh. I'm missing the feast, but I'm missing the feast, though. But so there's going to be tension. Yeah. So your well, mom's she's not going, a- No, no, she's going to Florida. Broken home. All right, so yeah, this is a broken home. It is a broken home Thanksgiving, but yeah. so I'm glad to be alone. That's actually dorm. perfect for college because you're like, uh, the only reason your parents stayed together was for you, as it was. Yeah. So <laughs> now they can finally live their lives. Your mom can go down and have sex with guys in Florida. <laughs> she just, your yeah. dad can Two be like, times. just go to my grandma's house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but just come what, on. What part of Florida? Uh, West Palm Beach? Yeah, West <laughs> Fuck Beach, they yeah. call it. She's going to pick up dudes, <laughs> fucking just bang them in alleys. That's the nickname down yeah. there. Fuck Beach. Is it like... Never yeah. mind. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. That's like... <laughs> no, that's seriously. not like Miami. No, but West Palm is where it all happens. Oh, oh, yeah. That's where that Kennedy raped no, that girl. She, no, she's yeah. in West Palm where, like, yeah. the old people are. Yeah. West Fuck. That's what they call it. <laughs> West Fucking Suck Beach. <laughs> Because she ain't just going to be getting fucked. She's sucking too. Here's what I want your mom to do. Have Thanksgiving with Fez and Polo. Do it. I would never let that happen. So who's going to be with your dad? You don't feel sorry for him? Uh, He's going to AC with my brother. Oh, Jesus. This is depressing. (laughs) Your family's so depressing this year. My family's pretty fucked up. (laughs) It's all good. Is it? Yeah. I'm cool with it. Are you? Just like we were talking about before, Thanksgiving is just new traditions. Everything's changing. I mean, come on. I'm just missing the food. I'm missing the feast. Yeah, you should be. I mean, uh, you're going to probably end up crying that day. Yeah. Probably end up ODing. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to have on to what? put your stomach pumps. I don't have any drugs. You can, you can OD on alcohol. You can drink yourself to death. I don't mm. think you can, though. Like, I, guess, I tried so. A little girl like me? Yeah, I can. I guess black vo- out. Choke, nice. on, choke on your vomit. I guess that's, yeah. that's not technically an that's OD. That's big. Oh, Why don't you put your hair in pigtails and go out and try to pick up pedophiles? <laughs> Come on. Uh, Hi, Mr. You got how to take me to the bridge? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> if we were doing undercover, I'd use her as bait all the time oh, for God. pedophiles. Yeah, like I mean, that show to catch a predator. Yeah, yeah. It should go out for that show. Because <laughs> anyone who just goes off her license, I'd still arrest, even though it has the date on it. Oh, my God. <laughs> um. Lady Trucker, go ahead. Yeah, Dana, you should have uh, Thanksgiving dinner with Pat from Manaki. He doesn't have any family either. Oh, yeah, my God. That's just sad to me. <laughs> it's all Maybe good. it is better just to turn this into a shopping holiday. Less sad people. They, they can just go out and 
I don't know, get deals on things. Well, you can be with us. We're going to do a Thanksgiving show, yeah. and you can be part of that this year, Dana. All right, cool. You, know, you feel better now? Yeah. yeah. Is there going to be food involved, though? Yeah. All right. oh, You're so going to be food. the only one dancing at the kids' table. <laughs> You'll just have one kids' table. It'll just be for her. I'm used to it, so it's all good. We, we have food, but we're not going to have turkey. Oh, that's not... That's not... That's a stable. You gotta have not the damn here, turkey. Right? Fucking, you're saying everything's changing. Well, fucking shit's no, gonna get weird. Yeah, everything's changing, but not. I Why need the food to stay the clubs. same. I just want the. It's a turkey club Thanksgiving. No. Come on, join We're the and club sodas. Oh, big old thing like a big club. Tasty, bubbly. Yeah. Um, here's Matt. Matt, you're on the Run of show. How's it going, guys? Hey, first off, I hope Dabba Zabba has a very good Thanksgiving. You guys should hook her up in some way. And second of all, can I can I try and win this uh, Bob's Burger contest? Well, right yeah, now? you got to write it in on the eye bang. Though, I mean, you can't do it. What were you going to do? Uh, he's sitting right across from you, I assume. What the fuck's going to be a Peppy hamburger? Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> I figured that was a good one. That's where your nickname came from, right? Because you were eating a hamburger. Yeah. It was just like eating cheeseburgers. Like, hey, Peppy Hamburger. Yeah. Oh, there was also an old woman who got a smoker's birthday whose name was Peppy Hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> it, could even, it could even be made out of centaur meat. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> centaurs aren't real, so you can't be eating a meatless burger. Here's Tim. Tim, you're on the run of Fez show. What's up, boys? How you doing? Yeah. Um, Dana having her first, you know, homeless, let's say, Thanksgiving. Why doesn't she spend it at a shelter, helping some people that are really homeless? Yeah. I'm on duty. I'm working. I can't leave the building. Excuses. <laughs> but that'd be a good. That'd be a great idea. If Is I, anyone else on, even going to be in the building? On duty as, on, so. on duty as what, darling? On duty, I'm working. I'm an RA. So I can't leave the building. Yeah. I have to do rounds and oh, be around God. for residents if they need me. But aren't they going home? They 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 don't force Not anyone the ones to go who home. Not their wrist. <laughs> mm-hmm. Listen, you gotta say we have a lot of foreigners on my school, so they're not gonna fly back to China for three days. You ching know? chong, ching <laughs> like that. You mean a bunch yeah. of foreigners? That's mean, a little racist. <laughs> no, it doesn't. We have a lot of foreigners. Exchange students, you should say. Come on. Yeah. Is, was that not politically correct, what I said? Well, you made it sound like you were saying chinky chink chinks. I, yeah. <laughs> not at all. I just used China as a reference, an example. But you also said piss-colored um, skin, <laughs> which is terrible. <laughs> Yellow is the word you used. Yeah, not piss-colored. God damn it. All right. So what are you planning on doing that day? I'm going to um, – I got to see where I'm going to get dinner from. I want to go to like a nice restaurant and I'll get food delivered or I'll pick it up. Um, the Jets Honey, are playing. The restaurants are going to be closed that day. No, some are still going to be open. Or if not, go to the market and they have, you know, pre-made food. So I'll get that. I know the Jets are playing. I got a paper to start writing. Like two papers. This is so sad. I'm going to watch a movie. I'm going to go. I'm at mom's Why are you looking at pictures of your family when they were all together? Yeah. I don't even have any pictures. Is that sad? You know, Peppy Hamburger, your whole family's dead, right? Everyone's gone. And now you're trying to use these Jews as your family? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, it's better than, I guess, than drinking by myself when it did the first couple of years. I know. I used to yell at him so much. Like, you have to go to your girlfriend's. Now that he did, now it becomes tradition. He can't get out of it. <laughs> Come on, let's have a whiskey Thanksgiving. Why don't you have Dabba at your house? <laughs> Dabba, you want to hang out? I can't leave the building. I appreciate all the all offers, right. everyone, but I need Salty activities here. I could do in the building. That sounded horrible. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm like, fuck. Why don't you have, like, one of those morgue parties? Yeah. What was that fucking movie that they, that they had to... The, Parties in the morgue in New York. Flatliners? Yeah, Flatliners. That's what I waited, though. <laughs> that wasn't it, you crazy bastard. I like Night that movie. Night shift. <laughs> Next, there we go. 
Um, <laughs> and that adds to your four minutes. How much do you think you did today, Fuzz? Oh, I think I did uh, probably about 15 minutes. <laughs> four fucking hour show. That would be crushing to me if I felt that I was only on 15 minutes. Um, JT, you're on my Fez. JT. We lost him. Flatliners had a great cast. It's great for you guys. Keith Sutherland. All Kim. movies have great casts. That's why they get made. William Baldwin, Oliver Platt. Billy Baldwin. Hell yeah. Julia Roberts. Mm. Maybe yeah. I'll watch that movie. Poor fucking kid. <laughs> Stuck watching Flatliners. I bet you yourself. end up hanging yourself thinking about your family not being together. No. I don't. I don't really don't care. I really don't care. That's I what you're saying right care. now because you're fighting it. No, I don't care at all. I offered to be on duty for Thanksgiving. I oh, said, hey, yes. guys, my family's divorced. I'll God do it. <laughs> damn it. Real. I don't, I don't get why Thanksgiving is such a big... It's not like I'm missing Christmas. Like, come on. Your family's still going to be broke up at Christmas. No, I don't, and, I don't know. And you're going to be on duty on Christmas. <laughs> no, I, nope. I told them to make the Jew do it. <laughs> I mean, go on. Well, that's fucking racist. That's not racist. The There's a race. Jewish girl on my staff. She should do things on um, Christmas. You know who also said make the Jew do it? <laughs> Nazis. Right. They're like, Good oh. lesson. Look, they got to dig some dirt over there. Make the Jew do it. It's <laughs> mm. horrible. No, it's fucking accurate is that's what it is. That's not what I'm comparing it to. By the way, I get depressed every time I'm looking at this Israel-Palestine thing. That's fucked. I've been calling over there constantly, and I've just been yelling, stop. No matter what side picks up the phone, I just yell, cut it out. I feel like I'm making some progress. It's horrible. Once they're done with Palestine, they're going for Iran, I bet. They got their nuke facilities. That's what nerve And after that, starts. then they're coming to New York. Well, they're already here, really. Taking us over. <laughs> Uh, we do have a list up on Thanksgiving the right way of everything that's open. Will you promise to eat turkey that day? Oh, absolutely. Turkey, cranberry sauce, everything. Everything my grandma makes. Is she dead? No, she's alive. But not with you this year? Yeah. <laughs> Whose grandmother is she? My dad's parents. Oh, so you but can't pick them because they hate your mom. Now. Well, they're, my dad and my my grandpa always fight because he's, you know, the politics and stuff. So mm. they can never bring that up. Your dad's a left-wing uh, radical. You're... Yeah, my dad's like radically conservative. My grandpa. And then your dad's a, like a hippie. Not a hippie, but I don't know. Like socialist. Weird. He's a socialist, isn't he? I don't know. I don't think so. I, he says he's like independent, but he leans... I think he's going. Does he say it like this? Or like he was in Rudolph? Does he go? I'm independent, <laughs> and that's because he don't want to be like a fucking elf. He wants to be a dentist. No, it's nothing like my dad. But I'm gonna have a great Thanksgiving. I'm looking no, forward not. to it. Stop. I'm really so excited. Depressing. You can't. No, I, I'm an I independent girl. In today. All, all people are taking pictures of the windows now because the new windows are out. Yeah. The lights are up. Um. The and they never even made a big deal about this, but the, the big Fifty Seventh Street snowflake is up. What? When the hell? Is, when did that go up? I guess it went up over the weekend. I didn't see it the other day. This blows. Why? It doesn't feel good, does it? 
Not Here's what I want, though. Yeah. Because you and I both have this thing that we get down a little bit at Christmas. Yeah. Let's try to make this a Merry Christmas for each other. And let's fucking try to keep each other not into being the Bah Humbug guys. Oh, Secret Santa. Yeah. I'll we'll play the Secret Santa. Secret Santa. All right. That's not All so right? secret, but okay. All right. I pick out Chris. I pick Rob. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want Fez to buy my present. I don't trust you. <laughs> I thought I had Dabba. (laughs) Dabba, you won't even be with us at Christmas. Is that my new nickname? Yeah, Dabba. I've never had a nickname. This is going to be it because he wrote it accidentally. (laughs) Did you show her your note? And then I fucking was laughing so hard because I know he was just high. I know it was fucked up. Somebody (laughs) sent him three three ounces of pot. I don't know what you're talking about. All right, let's just say. Theoretically, yeah, three ounces of pot. That's a lot of pot for him. That's almost a pound of pot. He never had that much in his life unless he was dealing. <laughs> so instead of like, hey, I'm going to make this last through a nice winter, he's going through it constantly. Yeah. Um, it's like Fez when Fez has rolls at the house. One jar is pretty much done. Don't, dude. <laughs> Did bad. you tell your friends about it? Yeah, yeah. Never. <laughs> Just keep that quiet. You're breaking up piece by piece. Herb party, dog. <laughs> My God. Is, I this, bet- is this guy grow his own? I'm I'm guessing that's the that's what the deal was. You should try to be best friends with I, him. Yes, I want to be. Badly. Fresno. This, by the way, this fucking show just blew by today. It's about Dunsky. Um, the Bob's Best Burgers thing is up. Hicks will be giving out a prize from that. Remember, and I'm going to be plug king. Uh, your Thanksgiving pictures go into what I believe is the greatest prize we've ever given out on this show. The last waltz signed by the great Robbie Robertson. That's right. Um, and you can see the pictures of the turkey the Fez made for us last year off the right way. He made a whole nice... That was nice, and then he made pizza that was terrible, and we never <laughs> ate again. Is that Fez's? It's Fez's. That, that looks that's the good. Plate. That's the yeah, plate. Fez made that last year. It was delicious. What's that with the cheese? Is that, is that cheese? That was a shitty thing that he made from his house. It's the only <laughs> thing that he would not make off, and it was just... Looks like a cheese single. Like, I know, and I hate that that don't... came up. It was like cheese casserole or something. What was the fest? It was a corn casserole with a cheese topping. Oh, okay, okay. Ooh, mm. it wasn't good. It's I'd the one it. thing that did not. We had this like really elegant dinner, and he kept saying, "I'm going to make my family thing." We're like, "Don't make my family thing." Don't. I know. Every time somebody sees that picture, they bring them. What is that white trash looking, <laughs> unmelted cheese? Oh and then why God. did we hand it out on cardboard? <laughs> That's actually a plate. I thought it was cardboard too, but then I remembered. Oh wait, those this is the color of the plate. I thought I swear to God, I thought it was cardboard too when I saw it. It keeps it from looking as ele- it, it actually looks better. It looked better here than it did there. It was tasty Good. though. Did you yeah. marinate like the chicken? I mean the turkey. Did you stuff it with anything? He actually or? did a well. The stuff- I use all the recipes off of. Uh- but the iBang. Did you put the stuck stuffing in the turkey? No, no. Yeah. I went with the iBang and did the uh, William Sonoma stuffing. Mm-hmm. But why doesn't that go into the turkey? Um, that w- that was it. Was it's made separately? So, and I didn't want to. I was worried about something not cooked being inside my turkey. I was a well, nervous wreck about my turkey not being done. <sighs> I want some fucking stuffing right now. My dad uses beer on the turkey. Anything like we make uses beer. I think yeah. something's Your wrong. Your dad just spills beer a lot. Yeah, really just, he has he's shakes. not doing it on purpose. <laughs> 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 
can't really <laughs> fuck. Don't worry, I'm marinating it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what it is. He throws the beer can in everything we make. I'm like, Dad, what's yeah. the beer? He's like, no, no, put it in there. It makes it no, taste he's good. Like this. <laughs> now that bitch is down there in West Palm banging every fucking hippie. <laughs> what did I do? I lost my fucking legs in Vietnam, <laughs> goddammit. Oh my god, I can't. Uh, Steve, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, how you doing? Hey, Fezzy. Yes. Where'd you get that turkey from last year? You know, you know, being a liar that you are, you know you didn't make it. Totally made the fresh turkey. There's no, he, he's right. There's no reason to believe him now. Nope. Um, Fred, you're on the Run of Fez show. It's part of the new non-traditional Thanksgiving menu. I would like a dappa of dappa. Oh, <laughs> see? Thanks. But she doesn't date boys, right? You get nervous around boys. No, I do date boys. I just yeah. haven't met anyone yet. But that was nice. Should date that guy. Yeah. The guy seemed like a nice rapist. Yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> I'm sure that when he threw your body away, it would have been a nice place. It would have been some place where your family could find you. Sprinkle some flowers around you or something. <sighs> Wait a minute, Shrekalove sent me um, a care package, and she's worried that the guys in the mailroom are smoking it right now. Oh my God! She, yeah, she. Uh, Where's it at? They haven't um, mailed. The mail wasn't delivered on the the morning mail. Was it was didn't come in the morning mail. So I'm gonna see if it's after it comes after the show. Hicks, I want yeah. you to fucking track this down. I, nice. I will fucking bust down in that mailroom. It is nice, start. isn't it? That was really, it's nice when people do that. She's adorable. Flipping yeah. tables. Yeah. Wow, this show went fast today. So, Dabba, tomorrow's your cartoon bit. Yeah. Excited? Very excited. Excited about your parents are getting back together and they're getting remarried? <laughs> yeah. Hell no. I bet if you're really good, your parents will get remarried. No. Stop being bad. They already started, like, when I come home for the weekend, we'll eat dinner together. My mom will leave, and she'll be like, you know, I'm starting to like your father again. <laughs> really? That's so sweet. Yeah. I was like, That's all right, so cool. so sweet. Then she goes out to the bar and picks up some <laughs> random fucking dude. No, she goes to the bar, but she don't do that. <laughs> the dad does. He doesn't. He's got no friends. He's got enough friends? No, he's got friends, but he's, he's lazy as shit. like so. the weather, man. He's lazy. He's not lazy. He's fucking he's he's lazy. In a if, he if you were in a wheelchair, you'd be lazy, too. He's lazy. Jesus. Give the guy a fucking break. Jesus Christ. He's going to wheel off a cliff one day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he's going to be fine. You don't know He's that. lazy. It's, a, it's a hard picking yourself up of chairs and putting yourself back. Yeah, so you oh, call him lazy. He's <laughs> yeah. fucking mean. Because yeah. you have to help him put his shoes on. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Find his cigars yet? Dad, I need you to go upstairs see if they, if they arrived in the okay. office. <laughs> There's only fucking eight seconds left. <laughs> Quickly. Yeah. Peace out, everyone. Uh, make sure you can win by just taking a picture of your Thanksgiving uh, stuff and sending it to the editor at the, I, at the iBang. If you forget that, you can always send it to me at ronafez at AOL.com, and I'll send it over to them there. Just um, take a picture of the food you're eating for Thanksgiving. That's it's it. That simple. It's, it's not fucking do. simple. Picture, it's not hard. email. It's not done. hard. Editor at the entire bang.com win fucking the last waltz on my Robbie Robertson. Somebody gave me the listeners gave me a, a last waltz poster a few years ago. I still have it hanging up, but it's in a frame. Sick, they framed it. Yeah, that's awesome. 
I love that movie. It's great. I love that movie the way you, I guess for your generation, was that Glee movie that you fucking love so much. Actually, High School Musical 2. Okay. That's, that's the real, that's the one fucking kids really love. With Dabba, I like to go like this. Hi, Dabba. Come here, Dabba. Old Dabba. Hey, Dabba. I wonder if she fucking got to the office yet. You are so fucking mean to people, dude. She calls her fucking dad lazy. At least he's in a chair. Yeah, she's she's slow and like lazy. That. And who names her kid Dabba? You know what? I don't like you with a good back. <laughs> <laughs> you were much less aggressive when you were when it hurt too much for you to laugh. <laughs> All right, Dabbas, we're out of here. That locks it down for us. See you guys in here tomorrow. And that's the end of my show. Donk. <laughs>